You the real MVP. Oh, listen to the crowd. You're now listening to MVP Times 3 only on Winners One, the number one podcast on planet Earth. MVP times three, the idea of the podcast, three friends, three old friends, three washed up uh, athletes. Well, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Jay, you still got it? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Dylan, you still got it? Yeah, at the house uh, when we bring it down to about eight foot. That's right. Three old friends, three MVPs, all played on different teams, three different perspectives. But, uh, you know, I got so much respect for these guys and, you know, I've watched them play and so that way, when somebody's telling me about LeBron James, or they're telling me like we nobody can relate to LeBron James, but when someone's saying about this dude and his jump shot or this and his swing, half the time I'm like, "You fucking loser! Do you even know what you're talking about?" So I'm on the podcast with two guys that I respect the fuck out of them, and you know I respect their opinion, and we're gonna you know we're just gonna keep it real on here, man. This is MVP times three. No role players on this podcast. Sorry, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. You're kicked out, Robbie. No role players on this podcast. MVPs only. All right. First, we don't need a rebounder. Yeah, we don't need a rebounder. All right. First topic, real quick. LeBron, Jay. LeBron James wins a scoring uh, scoring record of all time. Does this change your perspective on him any? No, I just think he's just one of the most freakish athletes to play the game for the longest time. You know, he uh, does this not put him top two, top three to you? Is it put him top five? Does it change anything? This record. No, I, mean, I still think he's you know he's definitely behind Jordan and Kobe, but I don't know where you'd put him at. You know, I didn't get to watch Bill Russell and Kareem. I didn't get to watch Wilt Chamberlain. Dylan, does uh does this change? Does LeBron is he a top five? Does top three top? Does this make him the best player of all time? What does this do? Does this do anything? I mean, on my perspective, I got him at number three. I'm like Jay. Okay. I think I, Mike's my guy. Always been my guy yep. ever since I started watching ball, and I like Kobe. Towards the end of his career, I gained mad respect for that dude. Dude, did it after Shaq left too, bro. That's so. Who was on that team? Like Pau Gasol, him. I can't name any. Uh, any Pau Gasol, other Kobe, uh, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher. Before Ooh, Fish was still there. Lamar Odom before he had a seventy-two hour uh, sex fest. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember? He was, he was in some brothel, wasn't he? No, seventy-two <laughs> hours straight. He was up Maybe. having sex, dehydrated. <laughs> Jay, that's that's seventy-one hours and fifty minutes longer than I. Cool. That's a lot, Jay. <laughs> Jay, Rob, Rob, what would be your limit? Oh, man. I mean, that's a lot of fucking. I mean, <laughs> I'd say, Coach, if you can't if you can't do it in 10 minutes <laughs> on both sides, you, I think you're doing too much. You did it for 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what was no he, sleep. They just had to be like, yeah. like I know yeah. I was raising Starks around a lot of drugs and stuff. I know people who've been up on benders, but 72 hours of, golly, where were they, weren't they in like Bangkok or something? No, it was like a. Bunny Ranch or something in Las Vegas. <laughs> they had to make him leave. Hey, I got two kids and one on the way, and I don't know if I have a combined 72 hours. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, me neither, for sure. Jay, Jay, don't be cool right here. You got oh, 72 hours? Shit, at least, you know. <laughs> uh, and then they had big Andrew Bynum was on there. He, uh, he was young. Yeah, he was like a he was a first-round draft pick, I believe. Maybe a number one overall draft pick. I don't remember. I fucking can't remember either. But so, and then they had Robert Ory. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. That was his eighth ring? Yeah, that was his uh, like – That a, was his last ring, though, right? 
No, they won with the Spurs after that, yeah, right? Yeah, they won with the Spurs. Yeah. That the Spurs dynasty was after all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm getting all older shit. No, no, no. Spurs, Spurs had a little run before '99. David Robinson won his last year. Yeah, and then they had another one with a uh, with Tim and Ginobili and Tony yeah. Parker. That was after though, Kobe, wasn't it? I don't know, man. It's, they I were good. That was against LeBron. Some of that. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't. But Kobe was right in there too. So that was like 08, 09. We're getting yeah. old as shit. Yeah. All right. So to Jay, does, is he in your top three or top five, LeBron? We'll get off least, LeBron. Yeah, I put him top five for sure. I don't like. I said I don't know. I haven't seen everybody. It gets fuzzy for me because I watch MJ play, and I used to worship MJ when I was young, and mm-hmm. I had the Space Jam comforters. Oh. And time is a fucking circle because Easton now has LeBron James Space Jam fucking comforter on his bed. Yeah, throw that away. Yeah, I need, I need two of them. One to shit in and one to cover oh, off. That's the, what I'm saying. But Still haven't watched the movie. No, I, you didn't I'm miss not, nothing, dog. I'm not watching Space Jam 2 and I'm not watching Joe Dirt 2. <laughs> well, Joe Dirt 2 is one of the worst sequels of all time. Oh, so Space Jam. Don't. Uh, yeah, space, you're not missing nothing with Space Jam 2. Okay. But I, I did watch it. But, yeah, I mean, to, I always what I was getting at, I mean, I struggle with, like, where do you put Larry Bird and Magic Johnson? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just – like, I didn't because I didn't them. really see them. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't watch them guys. But I know it was their you know, league. If you go back and, and watch Larry Bird highlights, and people always say he could shoot, but he wasn't athletic. Now, if you go back and really watch his highlights, mm-hmm. Larry Bird was that dog. He was he was he was he was that dude. Magic he really, said he'd just be debowing people too. Yeah. And tell you about it. He, James Worthy, you can watch a clip. I watched a clip the other day about James Worthy talking about Larry Bird. He said, I hated Larry Bird. Yeah. He said he he said uh he guarded him, you know. He said, Hey, he said, James, I'm going to come off this screen. If you trail me, I'm going to shoot a running floater. But if you follow me, I'm yeah. going to the corner. And he said, I'm going to shoot a three right in your face. He said, I'm from wherever he's from. He said, he ain't about to talk this noise to me. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, they screened him twice. He followed him to the corner. He waited till he got all the way to him. He shot a three in his face. He said, I hate this son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Larry was, he was like, I remember another story about Larry, uh, Sean Kemp. Unreal athlete. That's why I, I talked about Sean Kemp because when Zion come in the league, nobody's been as this big and strong and athletic. Like people, people not remember, remember forty two from the Seattle Seahawks. You don't remember Seattle Sean songs? Kemp and Larry Johnson? You remember yeah. how oh big my gosh, and strong? Charlotte Hornets? Yeah, yeah, like Larry he was Johnson, a Space Jam monster. Yeah, Larry Johnson. He's a, he's like him and Sean Kemp was scared me when I was young when yeah. he played because I thought, man, these dudes are animals. Larry Johnson was a monster yeah. on Space Jam. So, so anyway, Sean Kemp's first year in the league, he was drafted out of high school. Okay, and they they went to half court and and. Sean Kemp's also from Indiana. Okay. And he was playing the Celtics. And he went up to Larry Bird. Larry Bird's Indiana legend. You know, high school and college and everything. And he said, oh, how's it going, Mr. Bird, you know? And Bird looked straight at him and said, hey, boy, are you the, you the guy to beat my little brother in the state championship last year? He said, uh, yes, sir. So I'm going to show you. And Sean Kemp <laughs> said, man, I ain't do nothing to him. Yeah, that's right. They beat him by 20 and Larry dropped 50. That night. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it all it all goes back to those dudes, those super competitive guys take things personal, bro. Oh, I know. And that's what look. I know you can't really see it, but that's what it says: take things personally, man. And it's MJ Garden Kobe. And look at him right there, dude. He is taking it personal. That Kobe Bryant is. What he called him? What he called him? Little Laker boy. That's what he called him, huh? Yeah. He said little Laker boy. He shoots too much. Ain't nobody gonna want to be on his team. He yeah, shoots too that's much. That's what he said, little Laker boy. But like all those dudes, man. Like Larry Bird, who we don't even see as that like super freak competitive. He was. And was like, you beat up my little brother in the state championship. Yeah, another story. Larry, uh, Larry, and and, um, and Magic they played <laughs> against each other in the NCAA uh, finals. You know. Yeah. He went to Indiana, who was one of the premier schools at the time with Bobby Knight. Yeah. He couldn't get along with Bobby, so he went to Indiana State and said, "I'll show you." He went to the finals instead of Indiana. So Indiana State, little school that's never been back to the finals. That's right. 
took them to the finals, played Magic, and Magic's team was just too too athletic, too good to beat. Um, you know, you know the mascot of the Indiana State team, Sycamores. Sycamores, bro. That's yeah. So, so anyway, they were rivals then, and then they <clears throat> then they end up going to Celtics and Lakers, big rivals. So they just yeah. been rivals their whole life. So the first time they got them together to do a, a sneakers commercial, they said, "Okay, we want y'all to uh, play a little one on one, and we're just gonna film y'all." And Larry looked at him. He said, "For real, one on one, or like, or commercial around?" Yeah. They said, uh, "No, just do what y'all do." They said they went at it for like thirty minutes of one on one. Just I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that. you imagine? You ever you ever saw those clips of the dream team of like the greatest? Oh team? yeah, that's what I. If one one thing I could go back in time. I wish I can go back in time and, and go to the dream team practice. I don't want to watch them beat the hell out of Spain by fifty points. No, I, wanna, no. I just want to watch them play five on five, East versus West, and see that that shit talking, bro. That I would level. love to see that. That would be one of my. You know who's notorious for that shit talking? Who that? Fucking Dylan Thibodeau in high school. Oh, that was a sh- Dylan, you, you know you talk shit, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you still got that dog in here? That's just kind of you was young and mad at the world. Like, I know, every day. Still. Every day. <laughs> Dude, that was never like really in my bag. You know what I mean? Dylan would say something to me, and I'd just be like, God damn, that was mean. Like, just <laughs> Jay, you was like that or no? No, I never said nothing. Yeah, nothing. Mm-mm. No, I remember we uh, we played Elton um, my senior year. Who was you? T- you ain't talking to shit. Nobody on Elton probably. Al Woods? How was him the same age? Yeah, me and him same age. I was on that team. We ended up beating them eighty two to to sixty something. And uh, y'all beat y'all beat them. Yeah, because the the year before my junior year, that was Elton was the best team in around here. That's that when they had the Col- kid that went to Colorado State, Colorado Victorian, and uh, he go to Colorado uh, State. Yeah, and, and yeah. Eric Boltner, yeah. uh, Dwight Boltner, but his little brother went there, transferred there. Al Woods. Yeah, they, they came. They, to they was they was unbelievable. Yeah. I went and watched them play South Cameron one time. That's when I dated a girl from South Cameron. I was watching them. If they if South Cameron would have beat them, girls, then they who went to the playoffs. So I just wanted to watch them. They lost in overtime, so uh, she wanted to go home. I said, hold on, let, let me let me uh, watch this game for a little while. She said, wow, our boys suck. I said, I ain't worried about them. I'm worried about the Elton team. I played all these guys in little dribblers. I want to see how good they really are. Mm-hmm. So right off a tip, they, the guy shot from half court, like just shot it, like two dribbles. And now Steph Curry wasn't a thing back then. You didn't shoot from – if you shot from more than five feet behind the three-point line, most times he's getting jerked mm-hmm. out of the game back then. Yeah. He took two dribbles from half court and cranked it. And I said, man, that's air ball. That's way off. Mm-hmm. Kyle Victorian caught it from the block and, and uh, dunked wow. it on the other side of the rim. They pressed up. He stole it. He reverse dunked it. Mm-hmm. He pressed up. He stole it again. He ooped it to the Boltner kid. He dunked it. It was 36-2 to two in the first quarter. Did they win state that year? No, they went to the top 28 and uh, lost in the uh, semifinals. Who the fuck beat them? I watched them play that know, year, too. It was good, man. They were good. They were like – So, anyway, four of their starters left. Okay. And we played them in the Vinton tournament the next uh, year. Okay. And they had this uh, uh, little black guy who was talking shit to me the whole time. I mean, in my ear the whole time, just saying, uh, you ain't no good, cracker this and that. Mm-hmm. This, the whole time, I ain't said nothing to him, Rob. Yeah. Not one word. I think I had 29 that night. And mm-hmm. um, at the end of the game, we were shaking hands. He said, he said, pretty good game, white boy. I said, well, let me know when I have a bad one. Bop. That's the only thing I told him yeah. all night. Yep, that was a uh, one-hitter quitter, baby. Yeah. Just a one-hitter. So, y'all beat Elton in the Vinton tournament. Yeah. Man, that good Elton team, they came to Starks and won our holiday. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm glad we didn't play them the year before because they, they was – I was uh, – you know, he wasn't big for nothing. He was 6'6", 315 in high school, all-American defensive tackle. He shattered two backboards his junior year. One in Kinder and one in Elton. <laughs> he, uh, he, he did block me. I was real young. I was a freshman, I guess. And he blocked my shit, and it went to the top of the rows in Elton. Like, yeah, I, I don't volleyball know. spiked it. Yeah, he, no, 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 no. Airborne to the top row. <laughs> volleyball would have been down on the ground. He shot it to the top row in Elton. I never forgot that. But uh, he still like plays in the NFL. Like he yeah, still, yeah, yeah, he's good. 
He's had a way better career in the NFL. NFL, yeah, because he never. I don't remember him really starting at LSU. Uh, he's doing a lot better than the NFL. He got drafted like in the fourth or fifth round to the Saints, and just never panned out at the Saints. And so I don't, I don't know how we got on that topic, but uh, oh yeah, we were talking about LeBron, right? Yeah. So oh yeah, I don't know <laughs> where we got, but don't matter. Uh, LeBron, I, I guess it puts him. He's, he, I'll say top three. I can't call Larry, and I can't call yeah, the yeah, Magic said, stuff. Wilt Chamberlain and, and and Kareem. I never got to watch them guys. It gets hairy. Bill Russell. I mean, you think all. But I would never take him before Kobe and LeBron and Kobe and uh, MJ. Yeah. So where 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 would you both of y'all put Larry at? What he got to be top five, huh? It's tough. Whenever five. it's tough. Whenever you start doing big men, I start kind of getting like well, he's he's kind of a small. I mean, no, 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 no. I was thinking about Wilt. I was I was getting oh, that, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. try. I don't really want to put Wilt in it. I don't want to put get James Worthy in it. I don't want to put Shaq in it. To me, the best basketball players are a small forward just because you can do so much more than a powerful center. Than a, I will always choose a LeBron or an MJ or a Kobe before I do a center because the game revolves more around to me. Yeah, now for sure. But yeah. back, back then it was more center-driven. It was center-driven back then. You're right. It was it was a different game. And you could a center could be dominant. Now you see some teams don't. The, the, the stupid Warriors won last year. They didn't have a center. Nobody likes playing with their back to the rim. Yeah, it's strange. You're right. No. That's why I said Shaq was probably the most dominant center of all time. Larry, Can't yeah. Stop that big dude. You couldn't stop him. See, no. I say that about Larry because Larry's probably my five, six, somewhere around there. But he's, yeah. if if Larry was as athletic as them other guys mm-hmm. ahead of him, like would we even be in the discussion of who? Well, I think, why not? I think that if Larry played today's game, he would be better because they don't play defense now and they, 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 they can't hand check you. They can't. Oh my God! He would just shoot. I mean, oh man! You think he'd shoot the, you think shoot Steph, the lights out? Yeah, so he'd be like Steph. You know, just yeah, you shoot the lights. And he was big. Six, and he was big boy. That's what I was about to say. Six, he, six, so, nine. so in low, like high post, he'd like, body you up in high yeah, post. Like they said, one game Larry uh, hurt his his wrist. Mm-hmm. He scored twenty five shooting another hand. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> I, you can just man. put him running around the high post, and he and he's not going to miss. He body you in, no. eight, at eighteen foot. Yeah, he, he had probably top top three. Uh, Best mustaches of all time. Yeah, he did have a little mustache. <laughs> that so much was ugly too. Ugly. He was ugly. I did hear some story. I can't remember what. That's a terrible story. I can't remember who it was, but they were like, same thing. Like this, this fucking white dude is not gonna fucking talk to me like yeah, this. Yeah. And really think he's about to walk on me like this uh-huh. on the court. And then Larry, it might have been the same story you was telling. Yeah. You know. But I think, man, it, it gets fuzzy. But one thing I do know is I'm not putting LeBron in front of Kobe and MJ. I'm just not. I'm not either. I can't. I, you, you can you can stat me to death all you want. I don't care because they just have to pass the eye test for me. Yeah, uh, stop trying to. To me, it's phony because all they try all, all LeBron fan does, which I was so guilty of at one point in time, was trying to stat 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 you to death, motherfucker. Man. I'm looking at the game. I'm watching it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm trying. I know. To don't quit arguing with me. I'm watching the game. Your opinion is your opinion. My opinion is my opinion. And that's why you're on the podcast because I trust y'all's opinion more than I do others. It might not be right, you know, but that's just what I think and what I feel. Why do you think? Why do you think Shaq never gets mentioned in any of this talk? Just because he was just so. Maybe his best years were with Kobe, and Kobe overshadows. I'm just saying, I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, as far as the most one of the most dominant centers to yeah. ever play the game. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, definitely. You know, I think but he's still anytime this topic comes up, like he's never in the mission, even in ever, the top five or anything. He's yeah, and he should be. Either y'all ever watched his highlights at LSU? Yeah, it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Unreal how athletic he was. I know. It says Shaq. What happened? He said I ain't playing defense when I got to the pros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this dude was having like not averaging, but he had 15, 14, 13 blocks a game. Yeah. You know? Not averaging, but he was having those. You know. I w- game plan. Don't go around the perimeter. Like don't go around the gold. Like yeah. Like what? What were you even doing? Thinking? I don't know. I think he was so sneaky, athletic. Even if you got close, like he was gonna, yeah. he would, you know, uh, he would create, he would get rid of the space so fast, getting to you because he was so sneaky, yeah. athletic. 
I seen some highlights before of him leading a fast break, and he was a point guard. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he was at LSU. He wasn't doing that at, at the Lakers. He was just parking his big butt down low, let Kobe drive and oop it to him. God, he put on that good weight at the Lakers, too. Well, oh, he was thick and strong. He was, too, he was too big when he got to the Suns and the Cavs. He was just too big. Yeah, a little, yeah. and, and you, he, he didn't have the body profile to go LeBron James 20 years. Like his, yeah, yeah. Those years with the Lakers, bro. When you wear a size 22 shoe, it's just hard. Is that what it is, a 22? Cool. Yeah, you went to TJ Ribs and seen that shoe, that thing? Yeah, but I don't know. It's a 22. 22. Damn, I wear a 14. A 22. Hey, some of those battles between him and Yao when Yao was at the Rockets. That was good. That was some fun stuff to watch. They were they were the best two centers in the league, both in the West, both in the Western Conference. Yao has the award for the biggest calves ever in uh, NBA history. Did Yao have big calves? What? I didn't know he had big I calves. I didn't know he had big calves. And Yao, boy, his career didn't last that long, huh? Yeah. Like, what do you – I feel like he was really good for like four years. Yeah, he was good, man. Yao Ming. You know, Yao. And a superstar, bro, because, you know, China is so, basketball so big in China, bro. Part of that documentary, Jay, about the uh, the Redeem team, they were in China. And Kobe was an absolute fucking superstar there, bro. Like, they were – they couldn't go anywhere because of Kobe was such a big star. Yeah, let's see these this Yao. Let me see. We're looking up Yao Ming's calves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like he's bigger than all of them. Calves like BB. Uh, yeah, he's, he's twice the size of BB. Correct. I think he was 7'6", him and AI. They are, they are, they look, they look big, and I never noticed hey, that. If, if you're ever starving, you, you can eat them on them things for about a month. For sure. Oh, Stevie franchise right there. Bro, Steve was great. Yeah, look, seven, six, and seven. They were both on the in the Western Conference. Damn, bro, Shaq, the big, that's the diesel one. The diesel is the diesel. Uh huh. See, and that's my uh, look at, look. that's my favorite player of all time right there. What seen the Rockets right there, Tracy McGrady when he was at the Rockets. Man, that Tracy, was my man. Tracy, Dylan, that was my favorite player. Tracy, we never uh, talked. We mean you never talked about that. That is my, that was my favorite player of all Tracy, time. Tracy, Dylan, I had, to, I had T-Mac twos and threes. I used yes. to go work. I had the T-Mac twos, threes, and three point fives. I'd, I'd work you in the to, summer so I could buy. Have to put Tracy in a different category because he had the most potential and didn't. I say he didn't do nothing with it, but he just played when he wanted to. Um, and somebody asked me a question one time: If you can have one NBA player play their whole career injury free, mm-hmm. who would it be? Injury free. You know, I'll name some. Uh, okay. Say Derrick Rose. It likes. Oh Derrick God, Rose. that's such a good one. My, mine is a uh, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, that's a great one too. Mine would have been Grant. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. That's a good one. I like man. God, Penny, Derrick Rose is a good one. Penny Hardaway was yep. something, man. Fucking dude, Tracy McGrady Dillon was my favorite player when you and I were young. Oh yeah, that was my favorite player. I loved I, him. Whenever I got old enough to Steve have a Francis. for team shoes in basketball, when I had a vote, yeah, that was, was my. We're getting a team. <laughs> team. It was Adidas. Team, it was Adidas. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to hear a name? You want to hear a forgotten name that we wore my senior year? Uh, y'all were already gone, but uh, we wore Gilbert Arenas. Look, oh, oh yeah, remember we had Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert, like he, they were Adidas and they just looked had, really like, good. Thirty-five or thirty-six. Oh, yeah, he led the league in scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Gilbert, that's just a forgotten name. What happened to him? He brought a gun to the locker room. He had like a bag something. full of guns in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, something. I, I think he was slinging guns. Like, oh, yeah, what the hell is he doing, bro? Buddies with a Hernandez. Yeah, like he had like a fucking <laughs> a gym bag full of guns in the fucking locker room, bro. Man, you take him out the hood, you can't take the hood out of there. God damn, bro. Well, he was on he the Wizards. He he huh? Yeah. He's almost a hood as John Morant, you know? Almost. Oh, he got, he got exposed. You felt the only about Hey, what about Shannon Sharp almost? Whipping everybody's ass at that game, bro. He looked like Shannon might just—he might beat the fuck out of somebody. I, I think he's about it. I would not fight Shannon Sharp. I don't know. He's still waiting for him to beat the shit out of Skip. He's on the, a, on the show live. He's a Shannon is a physical specimen. That's right, dude. Look, I got—we got this. The Nintendo sixty four down there. We play Blitz sometimes. Coach, you can't guard Shannon Skip on that <laughs> fucking game. I'm just, Shannon Skip. I just said you cannot guard Shannon Sharp on that fucking game. That and Deion Sanders. He's too fucking fast. Yeah. Like, there's some guys on there. You're like, okay, these they're, they're the real deal back then. Shannon yeah, Sharp's yeah. fucking one of them. Oh, yeah. All right, Jay, let's talk real quick about Brian Kelly. Yeah. 
rumors, vicious rumors last week. Um, the guy was going Coach O and uh, was running on the levee with a shirt off and fucking women. Yeah, he was down there fishing in Grand Isle with Coach O. Camp. No. <laughs> and, no, there's some rumors with that. They filed for divorce. Uh, um, and somehow they filed for it and they, they, they didn't turn in the paperwork or something happened. And they filed for divorce and the, the local news station in Baton Rouge uh, put it out there that they filed for divorce and they ran with it. And Rob's favorite uh, sports writer, Glenn Gilbo from Shreveport, he, he reported it. Um, uh, and then I remember Matt Moscona even said something about it. And, uh, er, you know, everybody in Baton Rouge was saying stuff about it, you know. And, and then his three kids came to his aid on Twitter and they was all went to eat at some restaurant and everything looked fine. So, um, you know, they had a change of heart, so everything's good to go. Yeah, found out later it was filed. Yeah. And then, but they end up, you know, uh, not going through with it, I guess. I, I just, I'm just curious what, like, did he fuck up? I don't know, man. I, like all this, maybe all this well, scandal that was well, right well, before the, right before our bowl game with we'll Kayshawn. Was he in the sex room with fucking Kayshawn? Oh. Uh, I'm glad nothing ever come of that. Yeah, I know. That was crazy how that That just seemed happened. real, real, by the how way. It just died down. What's our wide receiver coach's name from Georgia that came this year? Uh, he was in the middle Cortez of all that. Hankton? Cortez Hankton. He was in the middle of all that, and it felt really real. And then, uh, boy, that that Purdue game sure helped put things away. You know what I mean? I mean, as soon as that come out, Kayshawn, or was it like the next day? He said, "Hey, I'm going." He said he's coming back. He said he's coming back. And when he said he's coming and back, Besh left. Besh left. And I was like, and then he said, "I'm not. I'm not coming back." I'm like, ah, oh, dang, man. But you know, it is what it is. I hope, I wish Besh the best. But he's. Uh, I sure thought. I, th- I sure thought uh, Walker was going to go to TCU. I did too. I did not think fucking Ole Miss. But he's got a he's got his own fight over there. Yeah, he can, yeah good luck, buddy. He can kick fucking rocks. The Sanders kid's gonna fucking start. Yeah, from uh, he's good. He is good. All right, uh, real quick, Tom Brady's retirement. Jay, real quick, is Tom Brady the goat? True or false? Co- goat quarterback. Goat quarterback. I got a feeling you're gonna have a hot take on this. Is he the best quarterback to ever play football? No. Mm, top three. Mm, yeah, top three, top five. You'd take a couple guys who, like, just off the off the top, who were some guys you take before him? Mm, I definitely take uh, John Elway before him. I like you like old John, huh? Like John. I'm glad he got his two rings in his career. Hero, man, he, he sling that thing. Uh, God, he had a fucking rocket, eighty yards. <laughs> Dylan, real quick, goat Tom Brady, goat quarterback for me, yeah. I'm the goat. Me too, man. It, it's I was so glad to see him win. After after Belichick, because everybody you know they all a lot of people think, and he could be that Belichick's the best coach. But Belichick didn't win with the Browns before he drafted Tom Brady. Whoever drafted Tom Brady, whether it be him or the GM, then he became the winningest. You know, won the most Super Bowls, and then he left, and he hasn't done nothing. And Tom Brady still won a Super Bowl, even though Tom Brady went to a really good team. Man, I think this is a. I don't think the the Bengals coach. I'm, I'm struggling for his name right now. I really like Zach him. Taylor. I'm. Str- I don't think Zach Taylor's the best coach in the fucking world. No. I think Joe Burrow makes. You a fucking great no, coach. Not, Ed Ogeron was not the greatest coach in the world. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think this just uh, Gene Chizik is not the greatest coach in the world. I think Cam Newton was the greatest football player in the fucking world in college at that time. I think it's I think it's it's the athletes, man. Yeah, some dudes are transcendent. Like that guy said on uh, Fox, he said, uh, "It's not the it's not the X's and O's. Sometimes it's the Jimmy's, Jimmy's and, Joe's. and Joe's. Like sometimes there's dudes that are just so next level. It don't matter." In the NFL, usually that doesn't happen because there's so many. Yeah, every, everybody, everybody, yeah. Everybody's a pro. That, that, that is mostly in the NFL. You have to out-scheme people. You, know? you have to out-work and out-scheme people. Because all these sometimes, guys are pros. Sometimes, like you said, they'll have somebody like that. You know, Because Tom Brady, like, 
he had some really good defenses. We were talking yeah, earlier, yeah, Jay. Yeah. He said, I didn't remember that. I fucking oh, am yeah, ignorant to that. I didn't know that. He had a really good defenses, and Adam Vinatieri could kick it 70 yards, so he just get down to the, the 50. And he was Adam, clutch. Oh, yeah. yeah and, he was, and then, so I think if they had a good defense, you could counter-argue that their offense, they never, other than Randy Moss's old ass having that one really good year, they never really had. No, I mean, they, crazy. Had, they had a bunch of white slot yeah, receivers. Yeah, I saw. I'm, the, I'm sure they had some better. Just We were just remembering all the white slot receivers. That's right. I know. You ever heard the, the Wes Welker rule? Like after he had like that big breakout with the with the uh, the Patriots, that six foot white slot wide receivers at like just just say a white wide receiver that's six one and under, their average salary went up like two million dollars a year. Oh, really? Because of the Wes Welker rule. Okay. I, I I just heard that stat the other day. We went to college at Rob. Who Wes Welker? Oklahoma State. Texas Tech. Damn, but Red Raider. He's got so I, I played softball in Oklahoma, and he has. I went to West Welker Steakhouse in Oklahoma. I thought I, for some reason I'm probably from him. there. I'm just saying that he's. Uh, oh, he went to Texas Tech. Texas Tech, man. Yeah, oh, I sure ate. I was whenever we were there. I was like, oh, I guess he went to Oklahoma State. Okay, Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah, but Tom, you know all those wide I mean, he played with Randy Moss and all those guys. But early in his career, like he made like who was it Branch. He had Branch. He won a Super Bowl with Branch. Deion Branch. Yep. He didn't know those guys before they <laughs> I agree, started dog. playing with Tom. Yeah, like, he yeah. made those receivers. Yeah, I mean, some of those guys. Well, I mean, you take, you take that with it. I mean, not anybody, but I mean, who, who, where would have Marcus Colston been a star at other than what Drew Brees? The, where, where would he the been Patriots. A star at? The Patriots. What about? What about <laughs> yeah, what, what about Jimmy Graham? How good was he when he left? No, he got old. He was no, he always had he always had them alligator arms, dude. And Drew I Brees think the Seahawks the did that to him, them, him in the playoffs. I thought I thought he was gonna fucking whenever he left when Jim, who who was the team that gave him the big money? Was it the Seahawks? Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this dude is gonna absolutely fucking take over the fucking meow, meow, went down. Oh, wait, oh, I don't have it up right now. Oh, okay, I okay. thought he was gonna don't I, mess it up. That was when <laughs> Russell was going Seahawks country. Let's ride. Bro, yeah, no, yeah, I thought they were gonna win like four Super Bowls. I swear to God, they have that defense. That, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not a Russell fan because uh, he took Matt Flynn's starting job. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Matt Flynn, we got Matt Flynn on on the Sports Illustrated behind Dylan. He uh, right there. He sure did. And uh, Matt Flynn got the bag. He got the bag though. Yeah, he did. He did get the bag. Yeah, starting quarterback money. He just didn't get the uh, the job. And they drafted Russell in like the third round, bro. Like so, they got him yeah. for cheap for a long yeah. time. I remember telling people he was good, man. He was really good in college. I remember telling how people. This is how stupid I am. I remember telling people, like it was Russell Wilson, Sherman, uh, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor. You know they had this. Oh, Earl Thomas had this young, fucking awesome defense, and Russell Wilson, Legion of Boom. Boom. I remember saying they're going to win like four Super Bowls, and they won one, and they should have won the one. They went to one or two more. Well, they they should have beat the the Tom Brady threw the fuck. I mean, mean, Russell Wilson threw the pick whenever he ran, you know. On the goal line. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is averaging five yards a carry. And they're at two-yard line. Just give it to him. I saw a dude, uh, Rob Gonkrause, he uh, he defended that before the Super Bowl. I was watching pregame. And he was like, that was a play call on a a cornerback who was giving up so many yards, some shit. He was like, he was defending their Super Bowls all he was doing. I don't care about him. Yeah, like you should just – if Pete Carroll had to do it all over again. Rob Gronkowski, he can't even get USAA insurance. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, he can't. (laughs) Stupid, bro. He – you, what do you think about you? You think Gronk is just a? Is he just a? What happens because Tom Brady? Was oh so no, good? no, he, he's he's a little bit of both, victim of circumstance, but he's really good, you know. Physical specimen too. Yeah, and I don't. He's, in five years, he won't beat Kelsey for the WWE title. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey rubbed me the wrong way. What about you, Dylan? Oh yeah, definitely. Like all this jabroni, this and 
I hope they fucking him and like you said, him and Gronk fight in WWE. Winner takes on and Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey comes from the top of the cage and hell in the cell. <laughs> Chad, da- me and Chaz will be there. And Daddy in there with him. Daddy will be in there. <laughs> All right, next topic, Jay. Let's go over Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey, season two. Tell me what you think, Jay, so far for this oh, year. Oh man, she they only won. They only lost one game. They're twenty three and one. Uh, they only lost to the number one team in the country. Who me and Dylan was talking on the way over here that you know South Carolina, they got five girls that start who are seniors, four seniors and one graduate senior. I did not. And know one that. coming off the bench is also a senior. I so, did not know that. So yeah, and um, so this is year two for her, and even that, even though there's some some rivalry tension between. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mulkey and is it Stanley? Is it Dawn Stanley? Dawn Staley or Stanley? Stanley I don't fucking know. Anyway, there's kind of because she made a comment when Kim Mulkey got there that if the LSU would have uh, supported, yeah, would have supported the last Nikki Fargus, yeah, uh, just like Kim Mulkey, then they, the program would be where it is, even with uh, Nikki. But I don't. She was know. saying Nikki didn't get the same support. Yeah, I'll, yeah. So anyway, there's kind of a so anyway after the game, which LSU was they was out down eighteen to two, come back and got within three, and then in the fourth quarter they kind of pulled away. But uh, anyway, she, she said after the game, she said, look, Kim Mulkey is way, way ahead of schedule this year. You know, she's got a good team. And she said they'd probably make a pretty good run in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. she said, you know, this year I have a veteran team and we've, they've been establishing my program for X amount of years. Next year when we go down to Baton Rouge, it's going to be a crapshoot. No, nah, she knows that she's going. She's pulling out Tom Herman stuff for it. Unless she went there in 2019. That's right. She knows. Yeah. This is like I said that that Mulkey has a number one recruiting class in the country with four girls in the top in the top uh, 75. Some crazy young talent that yeah. are freshmen at LSU right now. Yeah, and they got uh, Reese will be a junior. I was about to ask how old she was. Flage will be a, a sophomore, sophomore next year. Yep. And um, and then they bringing in Michaela Williams, the number one girl in the country from uh, Parkway. Same. Uh, Schools Brandon Harris went. Brandon to. Harris went too, um, and I my dad went and watched them at the Sweet Sixteen last year because uh, we went to watch Kyle Jinx and Fairview, and then they played after. Okay. And I asked Dad. I said, Dad, is she is a is that a Williams chick? Is she as good as Simone? He said, No, no, no. He said, Bird ain't nobody ever gonna be as good as Simone. He said, But she's almost as good or, or close to being as good as a uh, as Elena Beard. If you remember her, she was went to Duke and she was really good in college and pros, and. Um, no, so, no, no. If it ain't Judy Clark, I don't think. Oh, <laughs> oh, Judy. Judy was a real All-American. She was, yeah. I always heard, like, not yeah, a – You go into the school and, like, All-American and say, All-American? A real been, All-American. Yeah, it must not have been that many. Like, I was All-Neighborhood. Like, this bitch was an All-American, bro. So, yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so, so Hammer, I trust Hammer's uh, point of view. Yeah, and they got they got her and they got a, another girl who's number five in the country. She's six foot five from New York, so she's going to come help. And that's a problem. We, we was talking about earlier, Dylan, uh, that Angel Reese, who's really good, she's six three. She couldn't do nothing with them big girls. One of them's six seven. Let the record show you and I talked before this game. And he's like, nah, they're not. And you, we were both said, we both said the same thing. They're not ready. You had yeah. watched a little more than me, and you said they got two girls that are six five that can go. Yeah, I didn't. I said six five. I didn't realize she was six seven. Oh god damn! Yeah, so I said she's a big girl, inch taller than Jordan. Do you remember? That? Yeah, do you remember that big girl that played for Lagrange when I was in high school? I don't. They called her Tiny or Kiki or something. She was six seven. She went to Auburn. She wasn't as good as this girl though. Well, anybody with any kind of basketball knowledge knows that basketball is a lot to do with matchups. That's a fact, and that's a bad matchup for LSU girls. Yeah, that's a fact. But they got, but we they have some young girls that come off the bench that are you know six foot three, you know they got two three young girls that come off the that's bench. That Smith girl, like I mentioned, Smith, in the yeah, earlier. she's really and that po- that um uh, last tier girl. 
Her name's Last Tier. Um, so I'm looking at the box score. <clears throat> LSU got in a shithole in the first quarter, yeah. but you know, 17 to 18 in the second quarter, and 16 to 22 a little. Yeah, just kind of pulled away. And it's and slowly quarter. pulled away, but it doesn't uh, look. Oh, the no, final score is going to end up worse than what it thinks. Than what it thinks, but if you got if you're starting five seniors or four and, and one, and you got one off the bench, I mean this is this is Don Staley's year to lose. Like she's been she's they've had a great program for the last five six years. I know. Yeah. I know. What have they won? One or two national championships in then? Um. Yeah, they they've won. I think I know Mississippi State won two one for sure. I think she's got two. Okay, yeah, I, think I think she's got two. two. This will be. I'll probably win it again this year. This will be a third one. You know. And then hopefully the year three for Mulkey, right? Oh, she, she she went bet you. Uh, Bet the farm next year on the Tigers. Well, because me and you, we did talk podcast earlier. I want Dylan's point of view on this now. Uh, who's going to win a national championship first, Jay Johnson, Kim Mulkey, or Brian Kelly? So, Brian's a year behind them. But. Yeah, yeah, but the question is who's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. win one first. That's right. I said uh, – I say Jay Johnson, but it's just because I'm such a baseball fan, Dylan. Do you have an opinion on that? And I really think the baseball team is going to do it this year. They're the betting favorite in right now in Vegas. And they I, are minus 500 to win. And everything that I've heard – Plus 500. Everything I've heard about them so far is they're really mature. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that at the end, so don't. All right, we're not going to spoil no baseball right now, but I, I agree. Jay was saying Kim Mulkey because baseball is so hard to win. There's no dynasties in baseball anymore. Different teams win every year, and uh, it is hard. But the way he's recruiting, she, he's recruiting the same as Kim Mulkey. He's got the number one recruiting class last year. He had the number one transfer portal class. He's got the number one class coming this year, but Kim Mulkey's doing the same thing. Yeah. So. I really wish it'd be Brian Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You know? I actually, we're all full. How about we just win it in baseball, come back, win it in football, oh, and then the so girls can win the basketball. I, the only so thing great. I remember is 2006, Florida won in basketball and football, and I thought that was pretty cool. In 2006. I, I hated it. 2006. Is that Chris Leak? Yeah, yeah Tim Tebow. Chris Leak and uh, – Tebow was second string. And That's the year of Florida. Your favorite player uh, from Florida. Joe Kim Noah? Yeah. yeah. They went back to back, huh? Yeah, they back did. to back. Yeah. Al Horford, by the LSU way, still beat him. LSU beat him that year with Big Baby and Tyrus Thomas and the – Four of the five were from uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, Let the record show Al Horford's still a dog in the league. Yeah. He had like 40 points in the finals last year in one game. Was that the year that LSU went to the Final Four? No? Yeah, and they lost, they lost to UCLA. Yeah. They, did they beat Duke in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four, or was that the Sweet 16? Uh, they beat. I remember they beat A&M, then they beat Duke, then they beat uh, Texas. They beat Texas? Yeah, Texas, Texas too. God damn. Because um, um, – who was the Here, high flyer dunker that went to the Tyrus Bulls? Thomas. Tyrus Thomas. Tyrus Thomas. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, that was that LSU versus Duke. If you haven't watched JJ Reddick, go back and watch that game. That's, that's that is my favorite game of all time in college basketball because they've had some guys from Hackberry that are Duke fans and whatever bandwagon fans, and I can't stand that. And Let the record show you were a North Carolina fan. Yeah. Okay, let the record show. LSU was terrible sometimes. Okay, I can. <laughs> okay. Jordan. Well, I was a North Carolina fan ever since I watched Space Jam when I was a kid. <laughs> I want to play. That's a real fine school. Real, real fine, fine school. Real you school. can get a first-class education there. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I like North Carolina. Yeah. Anyway, so I watched. I did watch. I loved watching LSU basketball, but they had so many bad years with, with, with Brady. and, and yeah, it's tough. I get What's his I name? Get. Was, that's when I was most, North Carolina. What's his name? Uh, was uh, dude, when Trent I was young, Johnson. I was a Duke Johnson fan, and I really said – I gotta stop being a fucking hypocrite. I can't be a Duke fan no more. You haven't you haven't heard me say nothing about Duke? Oh in yeah, like 10 yeah. Years. Once they, I mean, once uh, Trent Johnson left, I mainly just watched LSU. Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, so that year, um, they had JJ Riddick was averaging thirty something a game. Uh, him and Adam Morrison was back and forth who's going to be player of the year. They had uh, a big, tall, black guy with a five head who was really good. Yeah, it was named Shelton something. Yes. And then they had that white Shelton guy. Williams. Then they had that white guy that was really good too. Who uh, for Duke? That tall white guy. 
Yeah. Well, it sounded like every Duke player. No, no, no. no. <laughs> a tall, good white guy. No, he was good. He was, but he talks. He was, he was different. Like he was okay. went the Plumlee brothers. Huh? No, I was, oh, yeah, I was, I was I know they, had, they had ten Plumlee. Brothers. I always get and I always get the Zeller brothers at North Carolina confused. So, so uh, wasn't there two Zellers? Yeah, one, oh, one Cody and Tyler Zeller. One went to North Carolina. One went to Indiana. Oh, that's right. But anyway, uh, Damn, they, was, they was really good. And Tyrus Thomas had like, I want to say like 10 blocks that game. And I think Coach K asked him after the game, son, how high can you jump? He said, as high as I need to, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back and watch the highlights of that game. I remember it happening. I watched the whole game on YouTube. Yeah. I remember it happening. I will watch that game. Oh, it was unbelievable. Because we was watching it at uh, – Blake Murphy's house in Sulphur. And Blake was a Duke fan. Oh, yeah. And we was all me. He was Greg Paula slapping in the floor and stuff. Me and uh, TJ and uh, Uncle Jack and Jeff Moore and Blake (laughs) Murphy watched this game. Uncle Jack was there? Oh, yeah, Uncle Jack. He's been around a long time. Yeah, because when Blake – at the end, Duke went up. And Blake sort of hollering ass, y'all ain't saying nothing now. Y'all ain't saying nothing now. And then Tyrus Thomas went off and, like, had, like, five or six points in the last couple minutes or something. And they went up, and Uncle Jack got in Blake's face, and Blake body slammed, and then we all wrestled Blake. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was awesome. So, there was a lot of bro energy Oh, there. yeah, it was. I remember oh, yeah. two things about that college basketball year. was the LSU because they went so far, and how fun it was to watch J.J. Reddick. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. he was, dude. Yeah, I, it was a, I, watched I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't a Duke fan, but I love watching J.J. Reddick. Yeah. I love watching Jay Williams, and then I, I, I like watching uh, for North Carolina, Tyler Hansborough. I like watching him. He was he dog. Yeah, he, he, dog wasn't, he wasn't, like, great, but he was just he was just a really, really good college basketball player. He didn't do nothing to pros. Jordan drafted him. Yeah, He was a Draymond Green of college basketball. Yeah, he was. Oh, Jordan, man. He was. He was a shit talker. He'd get bloody and, like, yeah. he'd do the dirty work. The one thing about Michael Jordan. And Charlotte Bobcatch DM. The one thing about Jordan. Love Jordan, you know. I idolized him. He's our guy. He's one of my heroes growing yeah. up. I had four heroes growing up: Uncle Jack, Michael Jordan, Uncle Jack, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jesus Christ, John Claude Van Damme, <laughs> and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Benny Sam, the Jet Sam was a, he's a, a four hero. That's a four hero. So anyway, Jordan was number one, you know. Yeah. And Jordan was such he was such a good guy that. I'm not saying like you know you watch the Last Dance and the, the competitive stuff yet, but I'm saying yeah. that people didn't talk bad about him. No, he was America's guy. So he, when he got to be a GM, it's like he wanted to prove to everybody that he wasn't racist and draft nothing but white guys. <laughs> Jordan, nobody thinks you're racist, man. Nobody draft some good talent. He drafted Adam Morrison, Adam Morrison, Tyler Hansborough, yeah. one of the Zellers, by the way. One of the Zellers yeah. and another another uh, big white guy that wasn't any good. I was he like, drafted no, all white guys that were I was terrible like, Come in, on, in man. NBA. He, and he knows talent. I guess he, he wanted to prove the point that he wasn't racist. I'm like, you really think that? I don't. That's what I, that's what you it looks like. You can't. Or what's more realistic? Or he's just not a very good GM. Look, he's the best basketball player that's ever lived. You can't be good at everything. I was gonna say that. You know how they the saying goes, like you can be a good basketball player doesn't make you a good coach. Yeah, that's fact. I think that's kind of what Jordan fell into there. Yeah, he didn't coach. Yeah, but well, I he, mean, maybe he expected you know others from. He, there was on a podcast the other yeah, day. Yeah, I don't. What's the Steven Jackson, the dude in the in the brawl, the oh, mouse yeah, in the palace? Yeah, yeah, you saw yeah. that story about yeah. uh, Jordan coming to practice and uh, Dylan. You ever heard the story? Yeah, I think Jordan was older at the time. Yeah, he's over. He's GM. The, the Bobcats practice. Yeah, yeah he, he, he told him how like, terrible they was. And he got he, he picked up on the second the, five and beat him. Got in the second string, beat him, dunked, and then like the ball was rolling off the court at the end. Picked it up, tomahawked it, and said "fuck y'all" and walked off the court. Like <laughs> was just after just beating the first string. Yeah, and, like I know. And scoring all the points and like and the guy it. that was doing the podcast couldn't believe that. Are you serious? That was Wallow and Gilly. Yeah. yeah. So are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm not joking, bro. That's crazy shit, bro. I know. Next level. Like we can't even comprehend it. No, no, no. Whenever the last dance was going on, there's a lot of people from my hometown of Starks. Well, I love Starks, but 
There's a lot of people from my hometown. They would share like these things from Facebook of the last dance. And they were almost like trying to be like, trying to relate to it. And I was thinking, you motherfucker, you can't relate to any kind of competitiveness that Michael oh, Jordan yeah, has. The most competitive person on the You can't even earth. comprehend. You, we can't fathom the competitiveness that Michael Jordan has. And people would like share the stuff he'd say and be like, and they were just kind of being like, yeah, I can kind of, I fucking relate to that. No, you can't motherfucker. Wow. My favorite part about the last dance is when he had to go get Rodman. From the hotel. He had to fly to Vegas to go get him before the game. Yeah, we lecture up, uh, answer the door in brawling panties and, and he had to wake him up. And, and, and Jackson, having enough wherewithal to be like, we need to let him go do this. And Rodman was like, I'll go crazy if he doesn't let me. Like, And Jackson let him go be on a two-day bender. How much time you need? He said. 48 hours. I, got, I give you 48 hours. All right. He was going for like 72. No, 80 or hours. Jordan only got him 80 hours. Like, hey, we got a game to win. Was that like the playoffs? No, it was just like. Regular season? Regular season, but it was playoff implementation. Dude, the last dance was so good. Oh, it was good. God damn, it was good. All right, let's touch on the Super Bowl real quick, and we're going to get into some baseball. Well, Jay. What about the – we got to go over Oh, okay, yeah, go straight over. Yeah, we got to go to the next uh, thing, man. Go we, ahead. Men's basketball, they're doing good. Thank right God, now. give an update right here on that final score we just saw. Tennessee just knocked off Alabama, number one team in the country. Thank God. I told Peyton that. We don't, we don't want Alabama being a basketball school. I know they just re-upped their coach. I know they got a good team, but fuck them. So that's good. Tennessee just uh if you're listening, they just you're, you're listening, you saw already uh, Alabama's lost. Jay, let's touch on your favorite head coach, <laughs> Matt McMahon. McMahon. Why didn't we bring up Matt McMahon's name to win a national championship? Well, he he ain't like we said, sometimes X's and O's, which I think he is a better X's and O's coach than, than uh Will Wade cuz I don't think I don't think Will Wade was a very good X's and O's guy. But he just don't have the Jimmys and the Joes, man. Not yet. Not with Northwestern transfers. No, yeah. And look, they they have now lost. They beat Arkansas. We talked about earlier in the podcast a couple weeks ago, if you remember. Yep. They beat number nine Arkansas. So everybody was fired up. I remember Baton Rouge media was fired and up. And they we beat Wake guy. earlier in the year. Yeah, we yep. have our guy. And uh, and they barely lost to Kansas State, who was really good, by the way. I agree. And shouldn't have lost to them. They they they. Made a bucket at the end of the game. They went back and checked the clock, and they, they reviewed it not good. After the Kansas State, the yeah. Wake Forest, and Arkansas, they I was like, it was okay. good. Yep. And they played Kentucky very close, and everybody thought he was good, you know. Mm-hmm. Then they just went on a, a bender. I on a Dennis Rodman this. bender. Now, now they are have lost 13 games in a row. Yikes. They almost won this one against Georgia. They lost by two. But now they play, uh, they play South Carolina on Saturday. Who some would say are the worst team so South Carolina is nine and seventeen on the year, two and eleven in conference. LSU is twelve and fourteen, losing thirteen in a row, and um, they are one and twelve in conference. So these are the two worst, the worst teams in, in yeah, the world. This is the worst team I've seen in LSU since Johnny Jones is last year. They they went uh they went two and sixteen. They only went they went ten and twenty one, two and sixteen in conference. Jesus. They lost fifteen in a row. Did they have the score? They had Anthony Blakeney. Yeah, Blakeney. Antonio Blakeney. Antonio Blakeney, who ended up going to the league a little bit. Yeah, if he would have stayed with Will Wade yeah, next year. Sure. He, no he was good, bro. Look how good he was. That no. sucker, he'd he shoot a three-pointer. He'd jump at least three foot off the ground and shoot a three-pointer. Didn't we have a team a couple years ago that didn't win a conference game? That, I think the team Jay's no, talking that, about is very they close. Went two and se- they went two yeah. and a – I think y'all are talking about the same team. Yeah. It was, it was That was bad. That, that was, was Johnny bad. Jones last year. Then they hired they're, Will Wade. Yeah, they're bad this year. And Will Wade's second year, he won the SEC. Yeah, he went 8-8 eight and eight his first year, and then um, they went like the SEC. They went like 14-2 and two the next year. Yeah, it was crazy. Something. So. Yeah, uh, we were at the game. I just don't – I just – I don't know how, how much time they're going to give him. I remember – Look, look, it, look. It was down, they was down 8 – they was down uh, 42-12. to 12. 
to A&M the other day, and somebody tweeted, Scott, <laughs> dot, 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 and screenshot. Did Scott pull the trigger too soon? Did he give up he, on a boy? He was had, it, or he, he had, had to. to? He had to, man. I, he, there's nobody out there, so I'm not. I'm not giving up on him yet. He just, but if he does a couple of years of this, man, eh, he gonna. Dylan, was you a Will Wade guy? Was you support him all the way to the end? Oh yeah, me Definitely. too, bro. Man, I wanted. He got the Jimmys and Joes legally. I don't know, but he's he still got. Well, them. everyone does it illegally. Let's, yeah, I look. Know. He got caught. Yeah. But so Dylan, you were all in on Will Wade too. Oh yeah. God, Wade who didn't was like a guy, Wade? Man, I, would, I was on it. I just, I just. Will Wade, to me, uh, like I said, he wasn't X's and O's, and I think he coached the referees more than he coached his players. So, I, I don't – I mean – I've like seen I said, it work. Yeah. I didn't care. I've seen no, it work. No, no, yeah, yeah. You get the guys there. Yep. And I did say at the beginning of the year when I talked about LSU basketball, I've seen them move the ball. Yeah, they, they play hard. And play yeah. together as a team better than I've ever seen them play because yep. Will Wade, it was a lot of one-on-one basketball. A lot of ISO yeah, shit. Everything yeah. was ISO. Mm-hmm. And they moved the ball, like Dylan said. And that guy that, that – Jordy was so high on that Adam Miller. He is trash. Dude. Man. He's trash. Bro, and he was like – but y'all remember last – he was he's a Will Wade guy. Everybody yeah, was yeah. like – And if you – like I said, like talking about, you know, earlier, if you, if you have a combine, mm-hmm. he'd be the one of the first ones you pick up because he's he's fast. He's athletic. He's supposed to be able to he's shoot young. the fucking rock. He can't shoot. He, yeah. he turns over the ball every time. Whoever he's guarding scores every time. You watch. Yeah. Whoever he's guarding scores. He was supposed to be like our guy. Yeah, he ain't. The the Jefferson guy or whatever ended up being our best player. I think it was the Kentucky yeah. game where yeah. he started like oh yeah, for six from three point line or something like that. <laughs> he was supposed to be our shit. Yeah, okay, as as, a, as as some guys that uh, I've seen play basketball, coach, if you're zero for five, are you pulling that six one? I'm not. I'm just. I've I'm never. Not, I'm not. I'm gonna try to uh, you know get a little closer to the rim to just kind of get a gauge yeah, better. Get, get a little better Dylan, gauge. You're zero for five. You pulling it? Yeah, Dylan. Tell probably, the truth, Dylan. Dylan's probably pulling it. Dylan had a green. Hey, if I'm open, I'm pulling it. I'm yeah, fine. Jay, you telling me Dylan had a green light you didn't have? He probably had a little more green light than I did. Why you didn't have a green light with Murphy, bro? Mm, just cause I don't like Murphy talking shit about me at the game the other night. <laughs> Wait till I see Murphy. Uh, but no, uh, I know who would pull it though. If they owe for ten, they still pull it. Who? So, speaking of Murphy. Who? Blake? Oh, yeah. Heat check. Heat check, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I seen him do that when oh, we yeah. play with the free ballers. Yeah. Heat check. So. All right, Jay. Next topic: Super Bowl, real quick. All right, thoughts on it. I hate fucking Patrick Mahomes. I hate Travis Kelsey. I just, I think I hate Patrick Mahomes because they developed a little bit of the rivalry with our boy Joe. It's the Burrowhead. It's the Joe was his daddy. Everybody, he was three and zero against Patrick Mahomes, and then hey, he should have been four and zero, man. I told somebody at work that uh, we was talking about it, and I said that the three things that you have to go into it as quarterback is you have to get the way who's the better quarterback. Okay. Who's the who has the better coach? Okay. Who has the better pass protection? Okay. Who has the better defense? Patrick Mahomes had him beaten three of the four categories. I was about to say, is it four for four or three for four? No, no, no. He Joe outplayed him in that game. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he, he he did he don't hardly miss, man. The only bad throw he had was that that first one that threw, he underthrew the interception, but that was it. You go back and look at that game when Joe had time. Mm-hmm. He oh, yeah. Hit him. It was big play. All the money big play. And last year when that, Joe beat him to that, go to the Super Bowl, Patrick that, threw like two or three picks. Yeah, that, He's that, always, that throw that he threw, the touchdown, mm-hmm. to, it was a Higgins. Yeah. Extended and double coverage. That's right. How could, where would you put that ball better? I don't know. You can't. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it literally looked like Joe was thrown out of a sardine can. Like the <laughs> pocket was just collapsed on him. I don't know how he was getting some of those balls yeah. out. Uh, or do they just need to look? They got the weapons, and Joe, uh, he's already come out and said that he's going to take less money this year because this is his, his rookie year's done. Yeah, this is contract year. This is contract year. He said he, he's already come out and said, I'm taking less money. And he's still got Jamar. He's still going to have to. He's, he's got all those wide receivers, the Boyds, the Higgins. Yeah, he's got and Chase. He's Jackson, got them for another year. Yeah, they, they, they got it. And, and Hayden Hurst got tight end. 
They're all there. His defense, his defense is not bad. You got to go to fucking offensive line again. Offensive line. And, and cornerbacks. Because Eli Apple coach? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, How has he still got a job? Trash, I don't fucking know, bro. He's trash. Bro, he's been trash everywhere. Yeah, he's trash. You're a Saints fan? Yeah, he was Wasn't trash. he terrible at the Saints? One year, I think he was kind of decent. He got, dude, he got drafted in the first round by the Giants. He was a dog at Ohio State. Like, he was first round guy. Like, no one debated it. Big on you can almost say Eli Apple cost him that Super Bowl last year. Bro, he's. He has cost so many people so many games, and he'll be—he's the first person on Twitter talking shit. Oh yeah, that's unreal, bro. Like they need to go what, offensive what line and cornerback. You say that some of the stupid people on the planet are—they don't know their fucking pl- self awareness. They're self awareness. That's the stupidest people on the planet have zero self awareness. It's 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 unbelievable, and he is like the king of it. <laughs> so I think they need to go offensive line and cornerback. Yeah. Jay, are you? While we're on the Saints topic, real quick, let's touch on it. Then we can, so we can get to baseball. Okay. Saints quarterback future. What is the best case scenario for Saints fans? Best case scenario is they draft, they they get Aaron Rodgers. Best case scenario is that, is that <laughs> is, no, wait, he's locked in with the Packers, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, he always says he's going to uh, leave there. Uh, they, I, I think Aaron, um, Derek Carr. Derek Carr visit there for a weekend. Um, what's the What's the dude who leads the Saints in? Uh, and uh, sacks really good. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan was yeah. all on Twitter talking to Derek Carr. I heard like yeah, a day or two ago. I just seen uh, Cam Jordan on Twitter saying that they want a vet quarterback draft Hinton Hooker and somebody else. I, I wonder if you have drafted Hinton Hooker. You know, um, they got to do something. I wonder where you can get. Man. I wonder if you can get Hinton Hooker. I know they got a first round pick now. Yeah, I, but I wonder yeah, if you could get him in the second round. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, but um, you know, or uh, go uh, go handsome Jack. Go him. Who? Handsome Jack. Who the fuck is that? Garoppolo, get him. Oh, yeah, he is handsome. <laughs> With uh, so you would you rather Derek Carr or would you or would you rather them draft Hendon and just go all in on Hendon Hooker? Well, they got a first round pick now. Yeah, they I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's I don't know. Damn, if you do, damn, if you don't, I guess I don't know. I think you think Derek Carr is better than Jameis Winston. Yes, Dylan, you think Derek Carr is better than Jameis Winston? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I don't think you can go wrong with getting Carr because he's probably yeah. not going to get that much money. You're not going to be able to. They said, they said for trade him for money. like a third, a second or third round pick. Yeah, because he was locked in like with forty million with the Raiders. They wasn't paying him that. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. saying. So yeah. you wouldn't be bad maybe even picking him up and then drafting oh, him. Yeah, Hooker. yeah. You know, just to sit behind him for a couple years and. Yeah, so I don't know how it worked. Hit Hooker is with his, uh, you know, his injury and stuff, and and plus, I, if Sean Payton was still there, I would much rather Hooker than than Carr because. Uh, I think Peyton could develop him, but uh, this this new coach at Dennis Allen, I just don't. Yeah. He's a proven loser, bro. Yeah, like yeah. he at some point in time, you are what you are, right? Yeah. His record's like fucking eighteen and forty. I remember as a head coach, Jordy Collada and uh, Moscone was on. Saints only won eight games this year. You bet the farm they're gonna put all these people in. Man, they they was terrible. The only person did they beat? Did they win eight games? No, I think they maybe lost. They won I think six, they won seven or six. six. They got hot at one time at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, the only person who made a claim like that. And was right was me of LSU t- bet the over, I screamed it from the top. You don't remember my rant? Scream the fucking yeah, I, from the I top. Bet it. I, I was on there. I was oh, on there. you didn't bet it. You didn't believe me. I did. I've shown, oh, I okay. Shown you, the bet. you bet fifty. You bet fifty bucks. Sixty. Oh, that a boy. We're doing it again. I bet. I bet it's not. What was it? Six and a half or seven and a half? It was six. Six games over and under. Yeah, it had to be six and a half. Then they had to get seven. I bet it's not six and a half this year. Oh, it's got to be at least eight, huh? It's got to be eight and a half. I'd say seven and a half or eight. Probably eight and a half. It's seven. If it's seven and a half, I'm betting. Oh my eight. god, yeah. If it's eight and a half, I'm gonna bet it. If it's, if it's eleven, I'm betting it. We gotta be the, We're gonna be the favorites to win. If it's eleven, I'm betting it. No, you pussy. You. Oh. <laughs> if you were, if you really were a rider, you would. Well, I'll bet it. Look, so LSU, real quick. Bryce has left. Will Anderson's left. LSU's gonna be the betting favorite in the West. Yeah, I mean, I who? Who else? Oh, yeah, no, that's what I said. 
I was listening to Jordy Collada and uh, I Ole think Miss. I heard on one of the preseason they got us at number seven. I love that starting off. Yeah, Ole Miss. No, the way they ended the year, they lost six games in a row. Yeah, we can go. We can. Uh, we can our recruiting right class. Next, yeah, with transfers and stuff. Guess where Florida State is. Let's go right into that, Bert. So, so I'll just give you a transfer portal update. They're going to be fucking top ten too, Dylan. That's so going to be crazy. Number five. It's going to so, be a crazy game. So if you watched, if you watched the, or listened to the podcast earlier, we I said that Florida and A um, and M had forty something transfers, but that was for the, the deadline. They had till the January eighteenth or nineteenth to pull their name out. So Florida initially had forty two or forty three, I said, and AM had forty seven, I believe, something like that. Okay. And um but now, so here's the transfer by numbers. Um Alabama has seventeen that transferred out. Okay. Arkansas twenty seven, Auburn nine, Florida twenty three still, Georgia ten, Kentucky thirteen, LSU eighteen, Mississippi State fourteen, Missouri sixteen, Ole Miss had a high of twenty six, South Carolina twelve, Tennessee uh thirteen and the SEC high goes to A&M with 28 transfers, and Vandy had 11. So so Florida still has 23 transferred out. I think they kicked two or three off the team. Okay. And six or seven declared for the draft. So you're still looking at 35-plus guys that are leaving the team from last year. You know? Florida? Florida. Did they get rid of any of that coaching staff? I'm not sure. Did you ever see that? Co- that do you ever see their coaching staff? How oh, yeah, you're talking about they had more coaches than players. They did. Uh, so now the transfer portal rankings, the final rankings come out. Give them to us. And uh, I'm just going through the SEC, then I'll go through the top ten. Uh, this is, I'll, I'll say the rankings and then how many players they got. This is the incoming transfer portals for this season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, 2023 transfer portal. Okay. Uh, so, so Ole Miss is number three in the country with 14 transfers. Come to the SIP. Uh Auburn was number five. Going to see Uncle Hugh. Uh, tw- they got twelve. Um, uh, Arkansas was number seven. They got eleven. Uh, Kentucky was number nine. They got seven transfers. LSU was number twenty. They got eleven transfers. And people are saying that uh, LSU number one transfer portal. No, they're not. I mean, they, they had they had some really good guys, quality guys. Mm-hmm. But but uh, so Tennessee was number twenty-eight, nine. Uh, Missouri was number forty-four with nine. Uh, Georgia, uh, Mississippi State was 47-49. Georgia had only had three transfers. Okay. So Georgia only had three transfers and they're ranked 47. So we'll go down the list. A&M is ranked number 69 Love it. with three transfers. Uh, South Carolina's 57 with seven transfers. Alabama is number 67 with only two transfers. So Alabama uh, lost 17 and gained two. So – in the top ten classes, they gave UCLA the top class with ten transfer, uh, thirteen transfers. Colorado came in number two with twenty six transfers. Man, oh, Dion's got it going. Yeah, yeah he's got he it. He took going he on. took the number one cornerback in the nation from Miami. Yeah, Cormani or Ormani McLean. Cormani yeah, and McLean. then they got the guys coming with him from Jackson State too. Yeah, the the dude who was the number one player in the country that went to Jackson State. Yeah, which people said that he's not as good as uh, perceived because he had like a th- uh, like a forty percent. Uh, catch rate on him. Like, really? That's what they said in the sw- in the swag. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll I'm see. interested. Yeah, Dylan, I gotta ask Dylan a question about that real quick. Dylan, do you think it's possible for like Dion to? Can he win a Pac-12 championship in a couple years, like in a year or two, like in say say three years? I th- I think in a couple years because the Pac-12 isn't really that strong. And the transfer portal, right? You yeah, can like but, make but, shit out. So, so you're saying in three years? Let's say two. Okay. Well, make it fun this year, next year. He's got to the end of next season. So. When is USC and UCLA leaving? That's my question. I don't know. We know about the SEC. They're no, I know. I'm saying, yeah, I don't know. If, if UCLA and USC are still in it by 25, I don't think he'll win it because I think that 
Um, you know, Oklahoma is on the up and coming. Yep. Not Oklahoma, I'm sorry, USC. Yep. From uh, Lincoln Riley. Um, Chip Kelly just had his best year. Are they, on the same, are they on the same side? No, but, I'm, they, but they no, but they play in the, in the uh, championship. Conference. I know, but I'm just saying. It, I don't know. It, and you, I think Utah is, is is there to stay. I think Utah is a good team, also. Yeah, they they fell into they're they're going to be a okay. They've been winning the yeah. Pac-12 anyways. The last two years they've won. USC it. had the number four transfer portal. They picked up twelve guys. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, so did Dion Dylan? Do you think this was a part of his decision, knowing that UCLA and USC were leaving? He was like, I'm going to go to a Pac-12 where two of these powerhouses are leaving. That makes does that? I just think Pac-12. Period. I mean, if I was if I was going to be a college coach right. and I could go to if I could go to a Power Five and I want to win mm-hmm. now, I mean, I'm thinking what ACC or because Clemson's down now, so I would think ACC or Pac-12 so, would be my best chance to win. Best chance to get into a playoff for sure. Conference, conference championship wise, yeah. for at least. So pretty smart so on. They was one and eleven last year. Okay. So the win, what you think? The six wins is ceiling. Oh man, five wins. He's going to win five. At least. What's their non conference They've got a pretty hard non-conference. Yeah, we'll yeah, pull that up. Huh? Yeah, we'll pull it up, man. All right. While while we're talking about that, I'm I'm gonna off touch on. Uh, I know he got the Cormani McLean got kid. He was the number one cornerback from left. He left Miami. I mean, he was recruited. I mean, he was committed to Miami. Got him to leave. I can't remember that kid that he was talking about already from Jackson State. But he got that he got that uh, running back from Kentucky, man. Yeah, that's right. Wait, is that you talking about the the uh, transfer portal guy? Yeah, transfer portal. That's right. Him, uh, smoke, uh, not smoke, uh, uh Cavassier. Cavassier smoke. Yeah. So, if if his son can play quarterback, that's what I'm curious to know. Yeah, I want to see him. Can play his son a, play at a high level I quarterback? Think he, I think he can, man. I, I'm real excited to watch him. I, I've never watched a Colorado game ever in my life. Me besides, neither. Besides when uh they almost beat A and M that one time. Yep. Uh, Twelve. So, to, so yeah, they're, you're gonna get to see him. They're gonna be on national television all this year because of Dion. But is he? Uh, can they? Can his son play? At this at uh at this level, so yeah, we're looking. See. We got the schedule pulled up for yeah, this year, so Jay. First game right out of the gate, they play TCU. Oh, well, welcome, welcome to the fucking show. Yeah, and then you can't play, wait to watch that. Play a Nebraska team with uh with Matt Rule. Matt Rule. So we don't know how good Nebraska is going to be. So they, they they play Colorado State after that. I think they should beat them. Oregon's going to be tough at Oregon. Going to yeah, beat. I don't know. They're not going to win that one. They're USC. Not, not going to win that one. They should beat Arizona State. Yeah. I don't know what Stanford. Stanford never know Stanford. Stanford. Stanford's not, they haven't been good. What the fuck happened to them, by the way? I don't know. They lost Andrew Luck. Um, <laughs> at UCLA, they're not going to be favored to beat Chip Kelly. No. Yeah. Oregon a State, sneaky is, good team. Is Oregon State's good, man. Um, It'll be a good game. Uh, Arizona, they'll beat them at Washington State. That's be a tough one at Utah. That's tough. Man. They're not going to beat Utah. So I'm saying one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven. We're looking at at least seven losses, man. Yeah, that's what I guess. Uh, five, yeah. So they probably start the season maybe what one and four there. I mean, yeah, you got to think Nebraska's. I don't know. I don't know. That yes, Nebraska saying. game's probably a toss up, but the rest of those they're definitely going to be the yeah. underdog. That's yeah. right. So yeah, they could they could easily be one and four. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And then fuck yeah, they're not going to beat USC. Yeah. I just don't hey, you want to go to Pac-12? Uh, you know, it, it's yeah, but a give, give him, like I said, give him a call. I, I said this too that I think I'm glad he didn't go to Auburn, man, because he can get the talent there. I mean, just, who the hell wants to go to Colorado? That's a fact. Boulder, Colorado. He's got some kids that come play in the snow. I know they don't want to go play in fucking Boulder, Colorado, but they're there for him. Come yeah, play I don't, in the snow. I don't think I don't think the snow has anything to do with it. No, yeah, he, Jay's no. yeah, Jay saying he don't he like it's hard to get kids to come to Colorado yeah, already. I was say, like. Uh, you know what I'm really scared of? What's that? I think the world of Hugh Freeze, bro. I think the world of his football mind. I think he's about to be a motherfucker at Auburn. I think we were lucky these last couple of years. Play, we should have. 
playing Pimple's fucking Knicks two years ago. Should have beat him <laughs> yeah. when he was running around like a, a crazy man, Bo Knicks. Yeah, we should have beat them three years. I think Auburn's about to be a problem again, man. And I, I really think Hugh Freeze is a motherfucker. So I'm kind of worried about that in the future. Auburn got that NIL money too, man. They do. They, they got Yellowwood. Is, you know, that there's a brand of the guy who owns Yellowwood, the lumber company. It's like one of the richest people from the state of Alabama. Uh, they said he's Apple right hand man too. Yeah, but he ain't forking out money like that. <laughs> everyone says. Mr. Yellowwood is. I know you're saying the CEO of Apple. He's an Auburn grad, but that I'm sure he helps. That yeah. fucking Yellowwood dude. They said he's he's got he's like limitless pockets. Charles Barkley. <laughs> I'm not paying that. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. All right. Yeah. So, so that was a little recruiting. I mean, um, transfer portal. So now. I'll just I'll go to the recruiting update. Uh, 2023 class, they finished number five with okay. 25 commits and 11 transfers like we talked about. And um, so now the uh, the the top – the big guys from this recruiting class, you know, they had two five-stars when it was all said and done in the final ranking. Okay. Big Zalance Hurd from Neville, the yep. 6'6", offensive tackle, 6'6", 310 pounds. Okay. Um, and then they had a number three edge rusher, uh, Deshaun Womack from Baltimore, Maryland. Five-star. Five-star. And then they had three guys who also was five-stars at one time, but after the rankings all said and done, there wasn't. Uh, that uh, The number four safety, uh, Javian Toviano from Arlington. Yep. He's uh, They said he's like a more physical uh, Jay Ward. Uh, uh, the number 10 wide receiver, Jalen Brown from Miami, who who uh, was really great for Brian Kelly and them to hold on to him. Speedster. What uh Crystal ball down there That's in Miami. Right. And then the, the number 12 wide receiver, uh, Sheldon Sampson Jr. from Catholic High right down the road. He was a five-star. I've seen it with my yeah, own I don't, He was. But then I don't know what happened. It's like every time they, they, they commit, commit to LSU, shoot, then they pull their five-star. I don't range. fucking get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. That's why I follow. I like uh, own three better. Yeah. Um, so now this year, 2024 class, they have uh, – they're doing number eight uh, number eight class in the country right now yeah. with, uh, with eight commits – uh, six four stars and uh, two three stars. Um, they got a couple guys headlining. Uh, Maurice safety Maurice Williams from uh, Bel Air, Texas, mm-hmm. number eight safety. They got a, a the number eleven quarterback in the country, uh, Colin uh, Hurley. If you haven't heard this guy uh, about this guy, he's six two, uh, two twenty two twenty five. A uh, quarterback out of Jacksonville, Florida. He's supposed to be a junior coming into this year. He reclassified as a senior. That's why he's ranked. Uh, so low. I think he won like three state titles, eighth grader, ninth grader, and sophomore Seems year. Seems to be the real deal. Yeah, he's supposed to be the real deal. Dudes so. who know more about it than me and Jay say that this is a, he's a motherfucker. Yeah. And then they got the number 14 athlete in the country, Joseph Stone from uh, Georgia. The, the reason why they re- put him as an athlete because he plays quarterback, wide receiver, and running back at uh, high school. So. God damn, does he play at fucking yeah, starts? I don't know what he's going to play all, yeah. all sides of the ball. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, and then they got some other guys in there. You know, they're a cornerback from Georgia. Supposed to be pretty good, Zion Ferguson. They got three guys at the end of the list, from uh, all from Louisiana. One's from Creek High School, Warren Easton High School, and John Errett. So they got they got pretty good guys coming in. But but the uh, they still haven't picked up the, the number one player in the state. Uh, who's they, they got him uh, 90%, 98% going to LSU. Trey Dez Green, he's a tight end. He's 6'6", 230, tight end from East Feliciana. Ooh. And uh, he's a big boy. <clears throat> it sounded like he could block a little too. Yeah, and then they got the number seven linebacker in the country, Tyler Singleton from Manny. So 93% going down. Manny's been putting out some dudes, bro. A, uh, two linebackers back to back, both in the top and 10. That's a fucking uh, running back that uh, just. Curtis uh, uh, Tackett Curtis. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Oh, I thought he played running back. No, line, probably didn't, but I'm saying he went to as a linebacker to yeah. uh, USC. He, he went to the Trojans? 
Yeah. God damn. And then he uh, from then, Manny to South to yeah, fucking Los they, Angeles. But the one thing about speaking of Dion, uh, Jujuan Johnson from uh, Lafayette Christian Academy just committed to Colorado. I and, saw uh, that over L- LSU. Mm-hmm. And um, on the fourth of this month, so they still got. And then the remaining overall talent in the country, uh, they got a big dude from. Um, Duncanville, Texas, is a uh, is number one edge rusher in the country, 6'3", 225, or 6'4", 6'3", 225. Yep. Colin Simmons is supposed to be a dog. And then they got a, the number four offensive tackle, uh, Weston Davis. He's from uh, Beaumont, Texas. Um, he's 6'4", 270 tackle, Jesus. 76% LSU. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever bored in football season and want to go watch LSU guy uh, or maybe LSU commit, you go to watch uh, Beaumont. Um then they got number eleven wide receiver Zion uh, from he's from Missouri City, Texas. Okay, so that's that's in the Houston area. Yeah, and they got another guy Crawford, uh, a cornerback out of uh, Parkview High School in Georgia. So, so they got some guys coming, man. So I think I think it's going to be a pretty good uh, recruiting class this year. So they ain't done. They only got eight commits, and you can get twenty five. So I think I think they're going they're going to finish pretty strong. Top. Another top five class, which is good. And Hurley is reclassifying to come in after this year. Yeah. Damn, he'll be young in college, bro. He'll be young. He'll be 17 years old. You know? So, I guess the game plan – He'll probably redshirt him, I'm sure. I truly think the game plan is this is – Start as a 17-year-old? <laughs> this, is, this is Daniel's year, right? And then yeah. you got Nuss for two years. Yeah, you get Nuss for two more years, and then Colin Hur- uh, Hurley comes in, and uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I don't know that – Ricky Collins from this year from um, – Woodlawn. I don't know how good he is. I haven't seen him, but I heard he's good. I heard he's good. I just heard he didn't have heard, a lot of talent. I heard, Colley, I heard Colin was the motherfucker. Yeah, I just be hard. So, Dylan, is there any – is there – the way they split the reps in, for the Purdue game, is there anything – like do you really think this is open competition this year? Will they say that and it's Jaden's team? What do you think? Man, I think it's going to be Jaden's team. Yeah. I mean, everything points to that. I think Jaden was injured. I mean, the, yeah. the injuries at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, against Georgia, he kind of hurt himself. He's banged up a little bit. Yeah. No. He got to put that weight on him, boy. He's a uh, man. He's old. If he's not, he ain't put on the weight yet. It's almost like I know. Really, <laughs> I don't know. Brennan kind of got thick at the end of his. Fucking, oh. Brennan got thick, thick. Maybe he'll put on some weight. He's doing that in uh, walk-ons. Yeah, the nil with walk-ons. Yeah. I just hope. I just hope Walker transferring doesn't end up being one of them Ryan Paraloo situations where it kind of sets us back at the quarterback position. Yep. I think the way with Colin coming in, I think we'll we'll be okay. But you're oh, right. Yeah, we I, got we got better. We I got, hope he's not fucking the next big thing. I hope he's not fucking Eli Manning, you know what I mean? Or he's not Luke fucking – Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hope. I hope that he was seeing Nuss and, like, come in at the SEC championship. Dude, he practiced with Nuss every single day. I hope he was seeing Nuss and being like, I can't beat that guy out next year, you know? Yeah, Nuss, one thing, he's when, – when he throws a ball, it's different than when Jaden throws a ball. You know, it just comes out of his – Yeah, computer. he rips it. Yeah. It just – he just, man, he – First throw out of the gates against Georgia in triple cover should have been intercepted. Yep. I mean, I was like, come on, man. I remember I was watching the game and said, well, this is nuts. Yeah, this is him. <laughs> he said he got rid of that gunslinger mentality. By yeah, me. that's horse shit. Yeah. Yeah, so. I saw that in Southern. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the worst throw I've ever seen in football. One of the worst. Other than Max Johnson at UCLA. Max Johnson behind the back pass. Oh, that was bad, that man. That was the worst throw I've ever seen. God, that was one of the most upsetting games ever, that UCLA, UCLA game. That was, that was right bad, man. Eight, man. The uh, – but – I, man, I'm excited. I think it's Jaden's team too. I, I, something tells me, man, that Nuss, that Walker Howard, legitimately was like, I don't want to fuck. And ne- after next year, I don't want to compete against Nuss. Like, I think I'm going to go somewhere yeah, maybe, else. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, have you seen the uh, pictures of uh, uh, Quentin? No. And uh, and Savion? No. Oh, look, look, here's Savion right here. Look at this dude. 
I have seen that picture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, look, here's a uh, other. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a lot slimmer than yeah, I thought. Lost a little weight, man. He's gonna get quick. Yeah. So. so, Jay, that's all for football. Yeah, that's it, man. Now we move on to uh, wrap it up with some baseball. Wrap it up with some baseball. What, what I came here for to get to pick Rob's brain about baseball, man. Man, it's baseball season. I love it, man. Baseball it, look, season. That, uh, so, first someone, pitch is Friday. Someone asked me the other day. That's like, if you had to give a hundred percent of your fanhood to LSU, what would it be percentage wise? And it's weird because I know y'all, th- you know, I think I love LSU football so much, and I do. But it's probably 60-40, bro. I, I don't miss these games. Like, if they're playing Southern on Tuesday, bro, y'all, I don't miss the – like, I don't I don't care if they're playing DeQuincy JV. I'm watching the LSU baseball game. I love it. I look forward to it. I don't miss a game. All I, I don't I, – I very rarely miss an inning. So, I, I mean, I love this shit, and I'm so excited. And this is the first time in my fanhood of yes. genuinely watching every game that we've been the unanimous number one team. Yeah, I'm- this is, probably one of, this is probably one of the most excited I've been for LSU baseball coming into a season. You know, Bro, it's I mean, it, it wasn't. I mean, 2009. I know they won it, but there was no, there was no SEC network. There was yep. no hype. There was. No, you, you can get, only see like eight games a year. Yeah, on TV. that's it. All you can see. You can watch all 56 fucking games. That's right crazy. Now. The reason I got ESPN Plus. Yeah, right I know. That's right. That's fucking right. So, Jay, you can't have my password. Yeah, you better give me a password. I'm not coming back on. <laughs> no, me and Dylan. I'm gonna I'm gonna start splitting it with Dylan now. Fuck you. All right, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so, go ahead, Bird. So we got some questions. Uh, I also got some guys that that text me questions um, that listen to the podcast. Okay. So uh, so first question right out of the gate is uh, going to be who, who's the starter is going to be Rob? Who, who, who's going to start? All right. Now I'm not saying this is what I would do. I'm saying this is what I believe from everything okay. I've heard and listened to on my podcast and my Twitter and my f- feel for it is I believe no brainer you're gonna have Trey Morgan at first. Okay. No brainer. I know you kind of mentioned later about is there's a, a a competition at third. There's not. Tommy White starting third base and his glove was better than they thought when he got to LSU. Okay. Everybody was like this big lump. Can he play third? Mm-hmm. Turns out he can play third. Okay. So hope that shows, but it showed all fall and all spring. Tommy White third. Okay. Jordan Thompson, he was hurt last year, but I like the fucking kid at short because LSU fans got down on him last year, and he was nails, bro. He got better as the season went on. He was hurt. He had a back injury that he played through all season long. Yeah, it seemed like he had like a uh, an air, one or two errors every game. Every, every for sure, at, at the beginning. beginning. Yeah, beginning. And from after May on better. for the rest of the season, he had – And he like, started hitting the ball a lot. Correct. I think he's a dog, bro. I think Jordan Thompson's going to have he, a breakout he was, year. He was batting at the beginning of the year like – what was it, like 170 or something? It's bad. He, pl- he finished like 250. I truly believe he played through a back strain last year. And Jay Johnson, quote from Jay Johnson, he said, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but he's my favorite player. Jordan Thompson is his favorite player. I, I, I heard him on an interview say that, you know, besides um, Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz and Thompson, you know, we'll rotate. I'm like, dang, so Thompson's yeah. that guy. I think he's going to – look, Thompson was one of those guys that wasn't supposed to be here. Like, all signs were that he was going to go in the draft. He was a lucky guy that we got here. That's why he started. He started as a true freshman at shortstop So for Palmineri. Okay. All right. Uh, second base. It's, this is I know this is a question for later about uh, what we're going to do at second base or maybe a question you have for the uh, biggest uh, – Yeah. The con- or who, who's going to get the biggest controversy for uh, to start. Okay. I think he's going to start Ben ne- uh, Neopold. He's from VCU. He batted 300 at VCU. He's not – look, it's the biggest competition there because you got Neopolt, uh, uh, you got Dugas there, you got Merrifield there, you got Gavin Guidry there. It's it's the deepest. But Mr. Ben Neopolt right there, 5'11", 173, junior. Transferred in. Transferred in from VCU. Okay. He's going to give you a good at bat. He takes a pro at bat. And 
Um, Gavin Dugas was who I told you earlier in the year who I was gonna thought would start second, but he had an eye he had an eye issue, and I assumed he was gonna recover good. Recovery took weeks longer than they thought. Okay, so he's already hit two home runs in scrimmages since he's been back. So I think he'll end up taking the job, but for an opening weekend or just opening night, don't be surprised. I think it's gonna be Ben Neapolt. All right, left field. It's not a competition. Josh Pearson. Okay. I know he played right last year. He's going to be in left this year. Jay Johnson came out and said we trust him. Like, he hadn't had the best spring and fall hitting-wise, but he had eight home runs and 149 at-bats last year. Like, he's going to get over 200 at-bats this year, and he's going to hit double-digit home runs. He was a true freshman. They didn't play until the end of the year. Josh Pearson is going to play left. Best player in America, Dylan Cruz. One D1 baseball projects 1-1 overall. I've never even seen a 1-1 overall at LSU for baseball since I've been here. Uh, you know, Bregman, Bregman went second. second. Ben McDonald was fucking before I was born. So, Dylan Cruz, or it's going to be, or it could be the kid from Tennessee, the pitcher, right field. It's fucked up because Paxton Kling had a great fall and coming into the spring, I'd have been like, yeah, Paxton Kling. He is not. He's a he's he, y'all. He's not far off of what we were talking about. Dylan Cruz coming to LSU. Paxton Kling is not that far off of it's that same up. thing. This kid's not supposed to be at LSU. I don't know how the fuck they got him here. Kind of like um, Dylan Cruz, just not far from that situation. Yeah, Dylan, a little, a little was more surprising, but Paxton's a big deal, man. But in the spring, he hasn't hit as well, and he's been making errors in right field. So don't be surprised if Joe Bear gets a start there. But I think they're going to start. Look for him to start, and it could be pitching wise because he's a righty, and Joe Bear last year hit 18 home runs, and he killed. He's a lefty, but he killed right-handed pitching. Yeah. But he hit. He struggled against left-handed pitching. So, but Paxton, a righty. Don't be surprised if he don't hit off left-handed pitchers. They might do something there, whether it be pitching-wise. And the big question, another big deal, is catcher. I think they're going to start Brady Neal. Brady Neal? Yeah, and I think Kent Fondo has a question for that. We'll touch into that later. But those are who I think are going to start on uh, Friday night. If you're listening to this, it's Thursday. Uh, I'll have this out on Thursday night. And so for tomorrow night, I think it's going to be Brady Neal. Okay. What else you got? What, what about the batting order? Who, who's going to bat where? If you had a- that's, Dude, that's tough because Dylan Cruz last year – he batted over half of the season in two uh-huh. hole, yeah. but people love him. I mean, so it's a debate on the one hole because, like, your best player, you want him to get the most at bats. But there's a lot of like the Mike Trout rule is that your best hitter needs to play uh, bat second because he statistically gets more is just as many bats as the first yeah. batter, and you always want somebody on. I think they're going to start Josh Pearson at first. They hit him first, and Jay Johnson likes a hitter who could put up a crooked number. And where's Pearson? Left field. Left field. He'll be a tr- true sophomore left fielder. He had eight home runs last year and 150 at bats. I think he'll bat first or Trey Morgan. When Trey Morgan batted first last year, LSU went 18 and eight. That's a stat for you. I don't know how the fuck I know that. Okay. So that's, I think that it's going to be Trey Morgan or Josh Pearson. <laughs> I say Josh Pearson. Okay. But it's weird because oh, where do you put this Trey? Is, this is etched in sand. So. Yeah, that's right. Then Dylan Cruz in the two hole. So if they don't bat this order, I'm not going to come back and say, oh, Robbie was wrong. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just, Tommy Tanks in the three hole, maybe Morgan in the four hole, or th- Morgan in the three hole, Tommy Tanks in the four hole. And after that, it's it's kind of going to be a yeah, it's kind of going to be a wash. Could be Joe Bear, could be Thompson, depending on left hand and right hand and pitching. So what about DH and who's who's that's a, so that's a big deal because depending on Kling mm-hmm. and right, yeah. We know last year, game one, they were going to start K. Beloso. K. Beloso got hurt in the initial ha, 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 ha. You know, they jump and they do their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He got hurt and fucking yeah. tore his ACL. Really? He was etched in to be the, the day one fucking DH. And Joe Bear comes off the bench, hits fucking eight home runs in five games. Beloso, a little stout linebacker? Yeah, I remember he was I a true freshman. He was a I true just, freshman. He had 11 home runs. I didn't – I'm not saying I didn't like him, but he just swung at everything. Yeah, he swung at everything. The last time we seen him play was a true freshman. Yeah, he, he swung at everything. I'm not saying he's going to start, but yeah, it's yeah. but look, 
one thing LSU fans need to know right now is there is a kid named Jared Jones there. Everyone, you're going to hear him be called Bear Jones all year. He is the next star at LSU. Jared Jones. Freshman, where's he from? Marietta, Georgia. Jay. Bear Jones is a motherfucker. Okay. He deserves to be the DH because maybe the lights are bright. Maybe Jay Johnson wants to go with the Joe Bear because he starts clinging. And, you know, Joe Bear hit 18 home runs last year. Yeah. But the next superstar at LSU is Bear Jones. Okay. He's got the nickname. He's a fucking monster. He is all he does. He led. He's leading the team home runs in spring ball right now. More than Cruz. More than Tommy Tanks. Bear Jones. He okay. deserves to start at DH. So name that. Name to write down and remember, huh? <laughs> Jared Jones. I mean, a actual superstar. He's gonna be. It's unbelievable, bro. A right-handed, a true right-handed, like like a Blake Dean power bat. Okay. So, don't be surprised if he don't start Friday night DH because he deserves it. You'll see if Jay Johnson's gonna go with a veteran. Or with a talented freshman, like, too good to overlook. Okay. What about uh, pitching rotation Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Who you got? So, the people who know more about it than me said it's changed in the last two days. Okay. That it was, for the last month, going to be Skeens. And he is. Skeens is going to start Friday. Friday night. But uh, it was Ty Floyd and then Thatcher Hurd. But Ty Floyd has shown the same signs as he has the last couple years of great fastball, secondary pitch. Sometimes it ain't fucking there. And then you just sit on a fastball. I don't care if it's 95. I could fucking sit on a 95 yeah, and hit yeah. it. So he if that if he's regressing and doing that same thing, there's a fucking kid at LSU named Chase Shores who is 6'8, 245, if I'm not mistaken. Can you can you look that up for me, Bird, real quick? You, uh, you can't miss him, Mr. Shores. He's I believe he's go down. 6'8, 245, I want to say or 250. There he is. Chase Shores. 6'8, 245, true freshman, number one right-handed pitcher in Texas. Number one kid. You know how many baseball players are in Texas, Dylan Thibodeau? Too many. To Too many to count. That's the number one kid from fucking the state of Texas. How does it – I mean, it's a just a uh, – it's a what Jay Johnson has done, dude. Pulmonary let this fucking program get stiff and uh, stale. He's from Deweyville? No, he's from Mauriceville. Oh, okay. Mauriceville. He's from Vider, Texas. He's Vider, a pirate. <laughs> what, about the, what about the pitcher that got hurt? Didn't one – his UCL UCL or That's something? a big deal. I think we got a question on that. His yeah, name's Grant yeah. Taylor. Grant Taylor is a projected – could have been a first rounder this year. I think he was going to be our star, our closer, and I think that he could have actually broken into the weekend rotation. But it looks like this Chase Shores guy is going to either start midweek or break into the rotation. He's too good to keep off the field. And if Ty Floyd's going to fuck around and can't throw his breaking ball or his changeup, Chase Shores has shown all signs of. Uh, look, Kendall Rogers is an editor for D1 Baseball. He says he thinks Chase Shores is in the rotation this weekend, and he got way more information than anybody else. So what that tells me is hearing from local guys saying that the lineup's cha- the weekend rotation has changed in the last two days, this kid might be coming in on Saturday or Sunday. Good. But after that, on Sunday you got Thatcher Hurd, UCLA's best pitcher last year from the transfer portal. Who, who I've read that they think he could go top, Sits. top five. Bro, I've never seen year, a pitcher right? – Throw 95, 95, so he had, 95. He's not draft eligible to next season, correct? Correct. So they, I've, heard, I've seen where they had him projected top five pick he, next year. He could be. That's crazy. And and this kid, I've, it's so – it's not – But saying that, he's not better than uh, Skeens, you don't think? No, no, okay. he's not. Okay. I, I think no, I, they're I just, just different. I don't know. I don't, I don't well, Skeens is going to touch 100, and Thatcher just sits at 95. <laughs> Thatcher will just – I've never seen a pitcher – 95, 95, 95, that, 95, 94, 8, 95, 95, 95. Last I ever seen at LSU live was Hess when he threw it 98 against me. Me and you were there, Mississippi State and Super Regional. Yep. I've seen – now, I've only seen him touch 98 one time. Now, I've seen uh, Nola hit 96 like 
eight or nine times. No you doubt. know the kid from Tennessee that threw 104 all last year? That's crazy. I've seen him at Minute Maid. Oh, I've never seen him. I've seen him, on, you know, I've seen him live like you, yeah. I was at Minute Maid Park and watched that kid go 104, and me and my buddies were drinking in the stands, and everybody's going, <gasps> we're looking around because we're not half-ass paying attention. Tennessee's yeah. killing whoever they're playing, yeah. UCLA. And uh, everybody, oh, ooh, oh, wow. And I look up, and they say, and that guy said, he's throwing 103. And we looked up, boom, 104. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, it, it really says, it does this, boom. Like out the hand? Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like how the fuck are you supposed to hit that? Nah, he not. What else you got, Bird? Uh, no, that's why I said that, that who's going to be the closer. Um, you think it's going to be the closer this year? Is this a, is this a question from somebody? No, it's just, I just had it as a closer. I didn't have it. Um, Man, because I think Grant Taylor was going to be that guy. So. Don't. Go ahead. So, uh, so it, one of the listeners, Kent Fontenot. Love you, Kent. He said, uh. Say, so ask Uncle Rob what he thinks Jay Johnson is going to approach the bullpen with the loss of Grant Taylor. So, if you don't know Grant Taylor, what he, he has, Tom, has that Dominic John towards UCL, UCL. Yep. So, especially the closer role, do you think he tries a role with freshman uh, phenom Chase Shores or approach it by committee, depending on situation? Chase Shores, who we were talking about, yeah. the big kid from Texas. I think there's there's little sneakings, inklings, Kent, that he might be Saturday Sunday guy this weekend. Worst case scenario. He's probably your midweek starter, but look for Bryce Collins. Did he come with Jay from Arizona? Um, unreal breaking ball falls off the table. He was already kind of in that mix. There was five guys in the mix to be a closer, and Bryce Collins was one of them. I think it was going to be Grant Taylor. I agree with you, Kent. But look for it to be somewhat of a committee. When you think of a closer, man, you think of higher energy. Yeah, I kind of want to say don't Blake Money as a dark horse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Remember he was a Friday night guy last year. Fucking in your face, super high energy. That's a big boy too. Big six, boy, seven. six seven, two forty. Junior. He's had a little more experience. He's had a year with Wes Johnson now, the new pitching coach. Look for Blake Money as a dark horse, but they're going to lean on Bryce Collins. And uh, man, something that could work out good is Christian Little, the kid from Vanderbilt, who was all signs pointed to being. You know, he was starting in the College World Series when he was seventeen years old. He reclassified <laughs> and was playing in the College World Series against Mississippi State at seventeen. Jay, what was you doing when you were seventeen? One in the Paris tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Christian Little Man, if he could get his shit together, he got roughed up the last uh, the last scrimmage on uh, Tuesday, Kent. But if he could be a guy, bro, that could just be a, a fucking real deal closer. But he's struggling right now. So look for Bryce Collins and maybe a dark horse Blake Money. Okay. Um, I got another question from uh, another listener podcast, buddy. Okay. We play ball with all. A lot. Okay. Brent Carlin. What's up, Brent? Um, it says, the uh, biggest question for Uncle Rob is, who's going to be outfielders on both sides of Cruz? And you answered, uh, it said Joe Barry, Pearson, Kling, uh, or, or Badling. He said, Pearson is good. Uh, Kling is a freshman phenom coming to LSU. They they both keep hitting, but Joe, Bur- hit, Joe, Joe Barry hit 18 uh, bombs. So so they like him? Or, or I think it's the same thing. I think take Pearson out of it, Brent. Pearson is going to start. I know he was in right field last year. He's going to be in left field this year. But right field, we said it earlier, Paxton's a righty. So if he's uh, – Paxton swings righty. So if there's right-handed batters, Joe Bear's a lefty. So I'm sorry. So if there's – Joe Bear killed right-handed pitching last year. He had 18 home runs. But he struggled against lefties. So Paxton's a righty. So look for – I think this weekend they both get a start in the outfield. And that could be pitching decisive, and that could just be Jay seeing what he's got. But don't be surprised if there's a left-handed pitcher, Paxton cleans out there, and if it's a right-handed pitcher, Joe Bear's out there. Okay. 
Good answer. Because Paxton, all signs in the fall, he was going to be the guy, but he struggled here in the spring. Next question comes from a guy from uh, down below, Chance Doxy. Love you, Chance. He said, even though as talented as this year, LSU, some people say this could be on paper the most talented team they ever had. Okay. Do you think Daddy, a.k.a. Chaz Sander, could crack the starting lineup this year? Listen, when it's time for Daddy to come in the game. The lights are shining bright. When the lights are shining the brightest, you want Daddy coming out of that bullpen. Oh. Walking on to Alex Box. What, Alex what's, Box. What's his song? Stone Cold's walk out. Oh, Whatever Stone, Stone Cold's Cold. <laughs> walk out is. But I have my money. <laughs> Gold no, no, all no, in my know, watch. No, you know his song. What? Money long, but my <laughs> dick longer. He's, yeah, he's that's coming. That's Daddy's song. <laughs> yeah, uh, if Daddy could. Daddy's definitely coming out the bullpen okay. whenever the Tigers are up 20 to 1. But they do have 10-run rules this year. I've seen rules, that. I've seen that. I kind of like that. Yeah. People hate on it. I kind of like it. So, another question I got for you. Um, which freshman? Could be more than one, and your eyes will stand out the most this year. Yeah, I've touched on them already. Bear Jones and Chase, and we've already said Shores so many times. Okay, Bear is going to be the next superstar. Yeah, and Chase Shores looks like he's going to break into the fucking weekend. Well, let me rotation. ask you about uh the other two local boys, okay. uh, Ethan Fry and uh, Gavin Gidry. You think they get a, any significant playing time, or wait to midweek to kind of? I think it's going to be LSU up big. Get their feet wet, kind of. They kind of they like Fry. They've been putting him in right field. I've seen uh, or listened to uh, Jay Johnson talk about Fry. You know, they like Fry because of the stick, but they've been put. He, he's like a four string catcher right now, so he's not going to get in there. Hard behind first base when you got. Yeah, Trey Morgan, K. Beloso, and Bear Jones because Bear's hitting out hitting everyone on the team. And then they they loaded a catcher. That's what I said. He's four string catcher, yeah. legitimately. So I think I think you're gonna see a lot of kids in the midweek get swings because there's so much talent on here. The ten run rule thing is gonna suck a little bit because LSU is gonna ten run rule some shitty teams. So uh-huh. that would be spots where you could see Ethan Fry swing. They've been putting him in corner outfield because his bat is doing better than they thought. Coming athlete. from a small school. Big man. athlete. Out there. Big athlete, bro. He's a big kid, too. He's 6'5", what, 215? Yeah, man, big kid. So. And uh, But I, I don't think he's going to see significant time this year. I hope he gets a shot, man, because you always pull for the local boy. Okay. So the next one, uh, next question I got comes from another guy who listens to podcasts a lot, um, Brennan Whitaker. Okay, love you, Brennan. <laughs> he said um, pretty much worded like this, uh, in your eyes, which which baseball player had the, was kind of the – most disappointing for you last year? Man, Brennan, Blake Money last year was our Friday starter. I know no one's expect, expected that. He lost a lot of weight. He was like 280, got down to 240. He actually got a lot more attractive. He's a handsome dude now. He was <laughs> ugly as homemade soap <laughs> when he started. But, Brennan, he was our Friday guy. Then he got kicked out of the rotation. To go from supposedly our, our coach Jason last year thought he was – Jason Kelly thought he was the best pitcher on our staff to, to getting out of the weekend rotation – had to be Blake Money, Brennan. That was very disappointing. And Joe Bear against left-handed pitching because Joe Bear started the season as hot as anybody on the team and just kind of just trickled out when it comes to hitting lefties. All right. Well, So, next one, I'll ask you, uh, So, who, if you had to guess, it could be two players, it could be one player. Okay. Who, who leads the team in batting average and home runs this year? All right. This one's going to be a little surprising because okay. the easy money is Dylan Cruz yeah, and Dylan Tommy Cruz, Watt. Dylan, right? Cruz, Dylan, Cruz. Dylan Cruz, Dylan Cruz. I think Morgan, he was injured last year too. Leads the team in batting average. I think he's going to lead the team in batting average. Okay. I think I think he's going to bat. Uh, I think I think uh, Tommy White batted three sixty something last year. He's going to see better pitching in the SEC. I think he's going to take a step back in that. I think Trey's going to bat three forty, and which is great. I think yeah, Dylan's yeah. going to Dylan's going to be hard to see good pitching, bro. But he has protection around him. But I think Trey Morgan is going to take that next step this year, 
Even though he, we all agree he's great, yeah, he's I think he's going to lead the team in batting average and home runs. Man, Tommy is not going to hit 27 home runs this year just because the ACC is not a walk in the ballpark. It yeah, not, yeah, you know, yeah, you got good but, Miami and Florida State. Man, maybe he sees good pitching because they're scared of Cruz, but it's just I'm going to take the safe bet on that one and say Dylan Cruz. You can't, you can't, you can't we know what Dylan Cruz is. You can't pitch around all of them. That's right. That's what's so I love about this lineup. You can't. Our top top six, good luck. You know, but Dylan Cruz, the way he hits the ball away, you can't attack him on the outside. Because he just drills it the other way, it's so effortless, and the power is so next level, and it transcends. So it's it 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 plays up. He's got plus power. He's got plus away power. You can't just stay. It's not like Keevan Welch is up there at Starks and Terry Murphy saying, <laughs> "Throw it outside, throw it outside," because the big Galuck wants to pull it a mile. He's just going to hit it that way a mile. So like you, Dylan Cruz is so dangerous the other way. So Cruz batted as a freshman three four three sixty two and three forty nine. So you don't think he gets nowhere of that. Yeah, I, I just think I, I just think he is gonna see so much shitty pitching this year because we knew he was an All American last year. Yeah, yeah. But he just after winning the SEC Player of the Year this year, I think he's I think you're not gonna see as good a pitching as he's been seeing. I think they're gonna try to test, not go at him and test Tommy White. Yeah, yeah. See, see if what see if he's of. real. Yeah, see what you made of. That's right. Hopefully he delivers like Barry, man. I know, right? Yeah, Barry's good. God, I wish he would have stayed. <laughs> um, what else you got, Bird? Um. Next one I got is uh, what position has to be the biggest battle on a team in your eyes? Second what, base. Second, second base? Yep. Third is not. It's Third not. not. Okay. Catcher, catcher is. Catcher's a good bit. But it's second base because, like I said, you got Napolt, you got Dugas, you got Jack Merrifield who led the team in hitting so, in the so, fall. So you think it's situational if, uh, you know, if defense they'll put a, a certain guy in and if it's hitting maybe Dugas. If he, I know it's going to be like that in catching. I think that's going to answer someone else's question I had about catching. Maybe Ken had another question. But – what you're going to see, Brady Neal's defense isn't that far off of Malazzo, but he can hit. Malazzo can't fucking hit. Brady Neal is going to be a professional catcher because he can hit. Yeah. But don't be surprised this year. LSU is going to be up 8-3 to three in a lot of games in the sixth. Yeah. Don't be surprised if they're up 8-3 to three or they're up 8-6 eight to eight to six in the sixth. Yeah, you put swap. Malazzo in there. Swap. Yeah. For offense. Yeah. So, that, so I'll, I'll go to Kent's question then. They said uh, – do you think Brady Neal eventually takes over for Malazzo since he's shown yes. you all fall and winter that he can swing yes. against quality pitching? Or Kent, I'm a Brady Neal guy. Yes. He deserves – look, I want this lineup to hit. Fuck the premium position. Brady Neal is not that far so, off so, catching as Malazzo. So you're, you're, you're a two-to-one guy, baseball? You want a two-to-one game or you want a 9-to-5 you want game? I want 9-to-5. I want Gorilla Ball. <laughs> you want Gorilla Ball, I want, huh? I want Brady Neal's not that far off. Alex Malazzo is going to get in the game whenever LSU's up. Nine to seven in the in the seventh inning, and Malazzo will come in and play the the position for a premium. But it ain't that far off. Brady Neal's our guy. All right. So what? Uh, another one I got. I got two more for you. What? Uh, what newcomer pitcher do you expect to uh, stand out the most? Uh, the most production transfer and freshman. Man, freshman's gonna be Chase Shores. I know we've been sucking his dick okay. a lot, but he's the real deal. All right. Yep. I really think Chase Shores. Heard. That's your heard. It's got to be Thatcher because he's. I think he stays in the weekend rotation all year. So what happened to him at UCLA? He got hurt. What happened? He, uh, fucking. He he said he wanted to come. I, I listened to him on the Hey Fighting podcast. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to come here because of the pitch lab. No, I know, but I'm saying didn't he get hurt at UCLA? Yeah, he he only played a couple. He only played like what a happened? couple I'm dozen innings. What happened? He, he, I'm not sure. It was. I think I know he got hurt. Injuries. He only played a couple dozen innings. All right, and um, I got one more from. Yeah, while Jay's looking at that, Thatcher Hurt said he wanted to come to LSU because. The pitch lab. They have technology here that not even, you know, University of California, Los Angeles has. Like the pitch lab, the slow motion, 
to show you he, he Thatcher heard this are his words not mine he said they have a slow motion camera that can show me if I'm just on a two seamer and I want to use my left finger or my right finger to have more pressure on the ball to make the ball run a little bit to the left or right I can tell whether I'm applying enough pressure on my fingers when I'm throwing a fucking pitch like it's, it's wild shit man um, another one comes from uh, another listener to the podcast got a me and Rob play a lot of softball with uh, Dentrick Crayshamp. Mr. Dentrick, shout out Dentrick, said, uh, one of my one of my heroes. He said, "Do you think uh, more local talent will crack the starting lineup this year eventually?" Gavin Gidry. I don't think he is Dentrick. He he was the he was uh, the lowest man in batting average this year in the spring or in the fall. He he was literally the the low man on the totem pole in batting average on the whole team. But he had a home run in the scrimmage the other day, and I'm sure he'll get better. And that doesn't look. I've seen guys last year like Mr. Josh Pearson. Um, he ended up getting in the lineup after he had a real bad spring. I'm not saying he won't, but as of right now, I don't think Mr. Gidry is, is going to play any valuable then, time right now. So, and then he also said, do you think Barb is a feeder program at LSU? They have four commitments, by the way, in high school this year. That is a wild number. So, I would say yes. Between Drost yeah, and between Drost. Gavin Gidry and, I mean, just think of Jared Jordan, Foster. Jordan, think of the Jordan twins. Jordan twins. Foster. Uh, I, the, and I'm interested now. I will start doing my research on the four one, kids. One, one of them is not even in high school yet. That uh, Griffin. That Griffin kid. He's he sure is. <laughs> yeah. Jesus that's Christ. Not, that's, you know, five from Lake Charles area. That's right. Yeah. That's wild. And I know they got a Sam Houston commit, too. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, I'll dive into that. But for sure, Dentrick, I totally agree with that. So, so now my next question, my final question on baseball. Let's All right. Dylan, you got any? Yeah, I got one, Rob. Okay. okay. All the hype, we're number one going into it. Okay. Okay. If we're not going to win it this year, oh. what's going to be the reason? Because last year we struggled on the defensive end. We had a lot of errors and stuff like that. The hitting was always there. The pitching was a little shaky at times. What's going to be the Achilles heel for this team if we don't win at all? Relief pitching. We, I think we know. We, I think we can muster four starters. But these four starters, whenever you get into the – after the SEC tournament into regional, say you lose a game in a regional – and I think we have four good guys we can trust, but we have a lot of unproven guys on the team. We got this. We got guys like Nate Ackerby, who are saying that he's he's come from a JUCO that they say he is going to be one of the best pitchers on our team. But you know, JUCO there he is, Nate Ackenhausen. But he's a left-handed pitcher, sophomore from a JUCO. Say he's going to be one of the best pitchers on our team. But LSU. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's from like Oklahoma or something. But he looks like that Hanson guy that. Closes in the big leagues. He sure does, doesn't uh, it? Uh, the brain. I know exactly what you're talking about. That, and you got Aiden Moffitt, who can throw 100 miles an hour, probably the hardest throw on our team. Tommy Moffitt's? No. <laughs> yeah, no relation to Tommy Moffitt's. Oh, okay. And you got Chase Shores, who everybody is already claiming and sucking his dick. And this Griffin Heron, he might end up being a midweek starter. We got this a bunch of freshmen that are just unbelievable, and but, un, but a lot of unproven, like Blake Money. He was our Friday guy last year, but he did nothing – and to help us win at the end of the season. So if it's anything, it's our relief. Christian Little, this kid is like a no-brainer first-round pick, as solid as a first-round pick ever could be was Christian Little coming out of high school going to Vanderbilt. And he's having problems right now. He's, and he got he got his sh- teeth kicked in in a scrimmage the other day against our offense. Yeah. And so if it's going to be our relief pitching, if it's anything, it's a little unproven, but there's a lot of talent there. So what's going to happen? Is the talent going to shine or is, the un- is it unproven and it's not going to add up? Good. Best question. So my next question would be, uh, what is your realistic season win total this year? They play 56 games. Yep. How many regular season games do they win? So 20 and 10. If you go 20 and 10 in the SEC, it's unbelievable. Like we've seen Arkansas and Vanderbilt 
yeah. do way better than that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, because look, there's a lot of hype here. Yeah. Say 20 and 10. That's awesome. No, uh, yeah, but. No, no, no. I'm going to give you the total. Okay. 20 and 10. So that, that's 10 losses. Then you got some – they go to Round Rock week two. They play yeah. uh, Iowa and Kansas State and, and Sam Houston State. And they got a midweek game against Texas and Austin real early. Mm-hmm. So just say you give them five bullshit losses, whether that – and that's counting they play Sanford early in the year, East Connecticut early in the year. I think yeah. they're going to sweep a lot of that. So say you go 20 and 10 and you give them five gimmies, I think 41 and 15. 41 and 15. So 41 41- – so forty one and fifteen and, 40, and 20. forty or bust, huh? And 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 I think so they win more than forty games. I think the ceiling in the SEC is twenty two and eight. 22. Dude, there's a lot of good teams in the SEC. Yeah, bro. yeah. That's the ceiling. I'm saying twenty and ten so, is like I think we're going to be forty one and fifteen. Yeah. So I, I've looked it up. Um, um, so two thousand nine, which you know, obviously national championship year yep, and yep. one favorite team to watch, even though we only watched about could watch about eight or nine games. Yeah, that's right. Then. Um, they uh they started off nine and zero. Okay. They lost to uh, Illinois, one to three. They sure did. They were all drunk. Jared Mitchell said, <laughs> "Listen to and him they, talk." They went forty one and fifteen on oh forty one and fifteen regular season. I did they, not know that. And they finished uh fifty six and seventeen. Wow. They only lost two games uh postseason. Holy shit. SEC tournament and a uh, college world series. Yep. So they were forty one and fifteen regular. Forty one and fifteen. I didn't know that. So forty one and fifteen. Okay. Um, twenty fourteen. They went five and they went five and one, won the SEC tournament, five five and zero oh in regionals and supers, and they went five and one in Colorado series. Lost to uh, lost to Texas once. Lost to Texas second game. So they they swept that year. They swept Villanova, UCF, and uh, Auburn. Yeah. They won series against Kentucky, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, and Mississippi State, and they lost a series to uh, Illinois yep. and Tennessee early up. So that's what that's they, what this team needs to do. They was they was um they was one and one against ULL. There's really. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that up a lot because I don't like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they lost to Tulane and Nickel State midweek. That's the only midweek games they lost all year. So Two. That was, that's yeah, what so, Jay Johnson. He did really good in midweek games. Last that's year. A, that's another thing I'm gonna emphasize that midweek they have to start caring about that man. They did. Jay so, Jay did a lot better than oh, Paul. Oh Mary. yeah. So oh. so 2013, um, they went 48 and eight in regular season, 57 and 11. Two. On the year, Jesus. they start off five and zero, lost to BYU, then won thirteen games in a row to go eighteen and one to yeah. start the season. Okay, um, they swept Maryland, Washington, Auburn, Mizzou, Kentucky, Florida. They won series against, uh, also won series against Mississippi State, Arkansas, Alabama, A and M, Ole Miss. The only series they lost all year was South Carolina. Yep. Only series they lost all They're year. Good then too. Yep. They went five and one in the SEC tournament. Won it, beat Vanderbilt in eleven innings. Yep. They five and zero in supers and regionals, and then they College World Series. They went two in barbecue, lost to UCLA and uh, North Carolina. Brutal, uh, great team. They um, what was crazy is they didn't lose a single midweek game, outscoring their opponents one hundred and thirty six to twenty eight. Alex Bradman said they used to just say that that was pad stat in time. Time yeah, to pad the stats. That's like, right. We're going to beat up on these people. That too, yeah. yeah we got to beat up these fucks. Uh, the the average win margin was nine to two in midweek. Jay Johnson's brought that back a little What's bit. Crazy is the stat that I'm about to give you. Okay. If you had to guess, you know, off the top of your head, okay. how many home runs they hit that year, Rob? And 14. And well, that was new BB core. And 13. How many? Yeah, but bats wasn't as hot. If you had to guess, I would have guessed. Okay, we hit 115 last year. I'd say 70. 47. Home yeah, runs. the bats were terrible. I remember it was yeah. absolutely terrible. So, so in 2009 they hit 107 home runs, which I thought they did hit more than that. Yeah. 107 home runs uh, at a bat average. Yeah, more than that last year. Bat average of 315 and a slugging percentage of 516. Yeah. And uh, 
the 2000 and oh, 2009 batch 2000, <laughs> 2013 Christ. it was 47 home runs 305 batting average and 432 slugging percentage dylan i had some pop-ups in hackberry and oh, with the bats we had when we were playing i just like oh fuck i'm gonna pop out and float over and go out the bats were so stupid bro i had a strain hit one out there yeah y'all, y'all fucking y'all had a demarini on y'all's a team i think joe porsche swung it and that motherfucker was hot too. I seen uh, that was a badass bat. A Demarini Vexum or something like that. I didn't have it when I was there. We, <laughs> we used wooden bats. <laughs> but uh, 2017 was another good year. They played for national championship that year. Mm-hmm. They went 39 and 17 regular season, 52 and 20 overall. They got hot at the end. They swept Maryland, Wichita State, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State. They won series also against Arkansas, Ole Miss, South Carolina. They lost to Florida, A and M, and Kentucky. Yep. Midweek, they lost six midweek games. Yep, I know it was Palmineers MO, bro. To, at McNeese, at McNeese all three attended. All three were there. And they lost to UNO twice. Damn. That year. Yeah, before that Blake McNeese game. Good. That McNeese game, y'all remember. Mm-hmm. We bought Hester. tickets way in advance. Yep. And we got tickets up 2,500 people capacity. Yep. There was 9,500 people. Yeah, they oversold. We didn't get our seats. Yeah. We had like a I remember some guy at work with me. He, he bought tickets. Mm-hmm. And he went and watched the game on the balcony at Frosty. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I, mean, I, not, I, I remember was, drinking I was halfway line. down the right field line. Us too. That's probably probably yeah. five or yeah. six people deep. I mean, We got there way early to tailgate. And they just, people was going in. I was like, I remember man, drinking man. beer with Dylan in the yeah, parking lot. Parking yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. So, so they uh, they uh, went 4-0 in the SEC tournament and played. They never played Florida, but they beat Arkansas in the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. Went 3-0 in regionals. They went 2-0 in uh, super regionals against Mississippi State, which we went. I went to both of them. And – um. Who was that big? I was talking about that team the other day. Who was that big first baseman from Mississippi State that was really good that year? Oh, uh, Rook. Yeah, he was good, yeah, man. Very good. He got, he he got, got player of the year that year. He got like 400 or something. Yeah, yeah, and he had like 20-something yeah, home runs. Yeah, he was good. It was. He was good, and Mangum was on that team. Mangum, nice guy, too. Yeah, a of a, yeah. Nice a hell guy. of a, a good left-handed pitcher on that team also. Yeah, he was their starter. Uh, him and uh, Lang went back and forth. Him and Lang went back and forth. Yeah, that was a good game. Had a good team. So, so they, they hit 69 home runs, but their total batting average was 289, and slugging percentage was was. 434. They played a fucking they, small ball. They beat uh, ULL 1-0. It was 1-0 against you. It sure was, yep. They played small ball. They played hit and run, pulmonary style shit. It was crazy, but so, fun team to watch. So last year, they was uh, they went um, 40 and 22 overall, 38 and 18 in regular season. They went 40 and 22 last year? 40 and 22. Won 40 games last year overall. Okay. They uh, they beat um, – they swept Maine, Bethune-Cookman, Mississippi State, Missouri – and Vandy, they swept. It's crazy they swept Vandy last year. At the end of the year, they uh-huh. got hot. They beat Florida, Georgia, and, uh, and Alabama in the series, but they lost a bunch of series to A and M, Auburn, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Ole Miss. Uh, I was at some of them. Oof. And uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss actually swept them. Yeah, I was there. It was Still. one and two in the SEC tournament, and it was two and two in the regionals. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Uh, they they hit 114 home runs. And uh, they batted 289 over the year. They, they was one and zero against ULL. But the best thing about that team last year, there was eight and three in midweek games, yep. losing to Louisiana Tech twice. Oh, it was cold, bro. Yep. And you know. Yep. They sure so did. They lost. So eight and three is a bit. So those, those are the th- you know I just last year's team, but the, the teams I remember is 2009, 13, and 17. But I also was going to pull up. We talked about it earlier, but not on the podcast. Is that uh that the the 2014 team is something to note. Also, I don't have any a big stats. big stat here. The big stat, something the that stat, you need to go look up if you're biggest, listening. Yeah, if you listen to this podcast, go look this up. The biggest stat from 2014 team is that is the ugliest 
team to ever come through LSU. I mean, these motherfuckers. These dudes, ugly, luckily man. they were cleat chasers. If they wasn't. Yeah, if they if these guys wouldn't play uh, college baseball for LSU, they was not getting. No late. way they was picking up any chicks at LSU. Stevenson's ugly too. Yeah, look, look, Kramer Robinson. <laughs> I mean, you had uh, Sean McMullen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so they had some Connor Hill, Jared Poche. <laughs> you six one, by the way. The- yeah, right. He come by. I, I think I always said that. I think Paul Maneri and uh, Vince McMahon use the same measuring tools. Yeah, uh, Jared Poche is five nine and a half. He came by our tailgate and he was he was at my eyebrows for real. Yeah, Dakota Dean's the ugliest human on earth. Cage Savick looked, looked like Shrek. He looked like he played on a Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> Christian uh, A is cross eyed. Yeah, look at Danny Zordon. Look at look, 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 look at this. Look at this. Look at Danny Zordon. Yeah, he's, he's, ugly. Not, he's not bad. Oh, God, Man. he's ugly, Jay. Well, look at this dude. What is, what is Nate Fury? Why is Nate Fury even on this team? The, he's, he, they, have, they have a good-looking guy in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah correct. What, what about correct. Parker Bug? He's ugly as homemade. I mean, that motherfucker is hideous. And Hunter Newman. See, I don't think Hunter's that bad-looking. What? Like, we got a different scale. Yeah, we got a different scale. Go up. Let me see them two like bitches. Like, Hunter Newman looks like he sells peanut butter on the side of the road to start. Go up. Let me see <laughs> those two. These two. Fucking Falcho and McCoon. They are Falcho looks like he's 33 years old. Like, Dude. like what in the hell? I thought uh, it was a coach. Yeah, he looks like, like a coach. Like he, uh, Falcho looks like he's a UFC stunt double. Alden Cartwright, he played for seven years. Oh, my God. He played forever. Yeah, that was ugly. Hit. Go just look at this. Even look, Jarrett Dehart. Yeah. That some bitch is half cross-eyed. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this, go just take a look. This is the ugliest team in LSU history. They, boy, they could play, It was though. good, but it was the ugliest team. Jake Fraley, oh, he was right, good, boy. Well. And I think Kay takes the cake. There. God, he is ugly. <laughs> the the Maripal Masher. Kate's a Vic. Kate's a Vic. Because they call him the Maripal Masher. Right there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's somebody you could hit, bro. Dude. He was good catcher and a good hitter. Yeah, no way he's getting any. No way he's getting any. The, oh, the Maripal Masher? Oh, he was getting lucky, boy. Yeah, but I'm talking about if he didn't like, play real camp, baseball. Campus police had to get called yeah, a couple was, times on him walking was, the night. Was, <laughs> seen him walking down the road. He'd be like, who is this ugly dude? <laughs> <laughs> who is this dude? Oh, Dylan said campus police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's all I got for you. Yeah, that's all I got. Dylan, you got anything else? No, man, enjoyed it. Man, uh, MVP times three, man. First episode down. Uh, sorry, boys. I recorded thirty minutes, and uh, yeah, we, we talked for thirty minutes before Rob uh, decided to hit record. Decided to hit record, but so. we powered through. We won't be running this long later. But hey, an hour and forty five minutes is a perfect episode, man. I think people like it when it's under two and it's longer than one. So, perfect, perfect episode. We're gonna try to do this every other week, whatever it turns to. If it turns into every week, if it's every other week, it's every two weeks. So this is what we're doing, man. This is a. Uh, like I said, I'm glad these guys are here, man. I, I think the world of these guys, and I trust them whenever they say shit. You know, they might. If they say LeBron sucks at basketball, I, you know what? I've seen them play basketball, so I think he sucks. <laughs> <Fucked up. laughs> no. Hey, but uh, I had a good time, y'all. Man, thank y'all for coming, Jay. All right. Dylan, thank you for coming, bro. Thanks, Rob. All right.